Hey guys, welcome back to the Rewind with Dana and PJ. How are you doing today? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're on bullshit. All fucking ready, already. Cause why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> because you were whispering. Uh, uh-uh, I'm just talking. <laughs> look at your way. If you come over to the waveform, uh, uh, don't treat me like this. <laughs> don't treat me like this. What are you saying? Um. <clears throat> oh, Dana, damn that wine. Oh, uh, I've been good. It's been a busy week. Um, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? Just worked and uh that's pretty much it oh i got to go to uh, a night at the museum yesterday at a uh, museum of science and industry it was um this event that's hosted by chance and uh social works chicago that's his like a non-profit organization and they just like have like uh all these they call them activated groups there who got like different uh missions to like help um to help you know just help better chicago and you know uh my organization the corner store was there and yeah that was fun that's dope that's dope yeah a mental health organization that is (laughs) (laughs) you saw my my hands going to my um no yeah i have uh i'm helping I'm a co-founder of the Corner Store Chicago. It's a nonprofit organization that focuses on bringing mental health awareness to kids in um, underserved areas. And um, right now, we like in the startup process, so we're just trying to get our name out there and stuff. Um, a lot of people. It was weird because people were like, "We follow you." <clears throat> Excuse me. People was like, "We follow you on Instagram," and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well." Yeah, yes. donate. I was about to say, let them know where to find you. Oh, yeah. Where to uh, find you that organization. Can, uh, find us on at the Corner Store Chicago um, on Instagram. And then on Twitter, you can find us at the Corner Store Shy. And then if you want to donate, you can go onto our website. Um, it is on, I can't remember the URL because it's a specific one. Um, but it's on the headline of the Instagram page. And um, you can donate that way. Or you can donate to our cash app which is dollar sign corner store shy. And um, that is also, that's one thing I have learned having a little, you, when you like want to any kind of like startup business or something like that, you got to have these, uh, these new electronic apps. Those really help. Like Definitely. that was, cause that's how we sold shirts there. People was like, Oh, I don't have cash. We was like, Oh, we got the cash app. And it was like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Bet. And I was like, see, you gotta, you gotta get in where you fit in. That's very true. Um, but yeah, I did that, been working, and that's pretty much it. What about you? I'm um, saying for the most part, been working. Um, I actually had a few dates this week. Mm-hmm. I was like popping this week somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Somebody's interested in going out with me? Um, three times. Um, you met yeah. them in part. Like, how you meet them? Um, a variety. One person was like online, and then the other two were in person. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yeah, I haven't even like I've been like dating. I'm single. I've been actively dating, but this was the first time where I was like, okay, it just so happened that all these people wanted to hang out with me on the same week. But um, 
Yeah, so hopefully one of those things work out for me. You know, some people... Because a bitch is looking. <laughs> some people... I used to say about some people, have you ever tried to do multiple dates in one day? Hell no, that's I can't do that shit. No, no. That's I've been to confuse you and call you, then went to the wrong location be like, oh, shit. No, I can't do... I don't know. My whole game ain't strong enough for that. That and like, what if a date is going really well and like you want to continue it? Like, I feel like dates don't usually have a specific time frame unless you are telling all of them, oh, I have somewhere to be at this time. So I have to leave. Like, I guess if you do that or if you you finesse and be like, I'll take I'll do a a brunch date with this person or like a breakfast date and then do a dinner date. That way the lunch, you can let it Mm -hmm. digest. Dinner date and a little Mm -hmm. late night. After hours date or I don't know, but yeah, I guess that what worked. Was that dance? I don't know what that dance was. It was like I didn't even fully commit to the dance. <laughs> I don't know so. why, but the song when you start doing <laughs> that, I just thought of get you, get you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> da, da, yeah. Um, <laughs> did you used to watch Run's House? Um, a little bit. No, okay. It was. Do you remember Justine, his wife? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when she was like just walking around the house singing and shit? No. Oh my god! It was one. But she, she had a nice voice, though, right? Maybe, it was like it was. I'm trying to remember. Like it sounds kind of vague in my memory. It wasn't but, like bad, but it wasn't like she wasn't no Rita, and she was like, I watched them. Oh, you did. I like that. I thought that was like a good reality show. Like mm-hmm. that was one of the better ones. Like you know, because it hit, wasn't like a whole bunch of like unnecessary it messy. bullshit. Like it, yeah. it was just like them, and um. And it was like funny. It was and it was funny too. That's the thing. I was like, no, he he funny as hell. Um, yeah, that was a good show. But uh, she was walking around singing that. She was getcha, getcha, yeah, yeah, and she was singing like that. And I was like, uh, like what are you singing like that? Damn. <laughs> I remember the boy. The what's that boy? Not 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 Diggy. No, JoJo. He was like doing a rap song and she got on his song and she started rapping. How was it? It was good. Oh. Remember, remember the pastries? Did you have some of them? I never had the pastries. Actually, I think my brother bought me. No, it wasn't pastries. It was probably another brand. No, never had pastries. The, uh, some of the styles are cute though. But I ain't gonna lie to them. I saw girls wearing them. Like at first I was gonna be like, ain't nobody yeah. wear them shits. But I definitely I saw like, girls oh, wearing those okay. too. I've never been really a gym shoe person in general. Mm. So yeah. I usually was like really basic, like a basic pair of Vans or like a- I ain't gonna lie. Them look like some like- overdone ass sketches oh yeah it looked like if you put a sketcher in the oven and just baked it it was just like too damn that's kind of perfect that's like on brand because it was was pastry shoes like pastries (laughs) like baked like (laughs) that was literally what it was but that was a good show i liked it that show but okay before we get to our segment you know we got to do a little pop culture thing yeah what kind of pop culture just talk about so I just wanted to know your opinion on two things. <laughs> what didn't happen this week? Which one do I want to go with? Okay, number one, because I I did want to ask you this. So, have you seen Jaquez and all this foolery he been putting on? Oh, about being the the king of R and B. Now, for this I wanted generation. to ask you because I know, like, low key, I know who my king of R and B is. Who is your king of R and B? Okay. So the king of R&B in terms of who was popping during our generation yeah. when we were like... Because everybody has different ones. Okay. And, and that's understandable, you know? But I kind of have to break it down by time period. If yeah. it was like me in elementary school, I would say 
I mean, honestly, for most of my life, I think Chris Brown has kind of been the king of R&B really? for the younger for the younger generation. Honestly, mm. beyond him, I would say Usher is another one. See now, pause. Usher is my king of R&B. Like if mm-hmm. I was, if like, because everybody say like some people said Usher, some people said Chris Brown, some people said Trey Songs. Usher's my because when I think of King of R and B, that's what I he think. He accomplished of. a lot. He's been in the music industry for a Confessions long time. I want people to like fucking Usher diamond. will always be in the conversation of yeah. King of R and B to me. And not only is his music good, but he also like performs the fuck out of yep. it. Like yep. Usher, in my can legitimately opinion, is the king sing, of R&B. can legitimately dance, and mm-hmm. is legitimately mm-hmm. attractive with the abs. And Usher all is the king of R and B, in my opinion. But you know, some people say Trey songs. Some people say um um Chris Brown. Honestly, it would really just be those two. I mean, I think Trey Songs is honorable mention. Now but... you know. No, do I want to do this? It's like okay. Am Ooh. are we missing someone? Am I missing? No, someone? No, I'm just about to say somebody who did contribute. Uh, uh, it like pains me to say this. I know it's problematic and it's trifling. I, you as can't he say is. R. Kelly because he was before us. No, but I'm talking about in terms of like. Like it ain't even yes. Like, in terms of like king of R and B in general, yes, yeah. you kind of have to give it to. That's R. Kelly. why the the whole numbers. I mean, the year thing don't really matter to me because I think of like who who like really set the bar. You know what I'm saying? Like if we, I have to you know go by saying? generations because there's so many. Like you still mm-hmm. got like Luther Vandross and like you know like. <laughs> Luther Van- <laughs> You look like Luther Vandross. You got Ron Isley. <laughs> Some people might say Charlie Wilson's. That, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many, like... The Isley brothers. I fucking... What'd she say? Um, ooh, that's on one of my top five collabs. Ooh, I'm, I'm telling. I'm Damn, telling. I'm I didn't telling. even think of those. Okay. You know what? We got it. Okay. Um, right. But yeah, that... I, Okay, point blank period for me, Usher. I don't want to hear no if ands, buts, no debate. And you about know what? It. Like that's just I can't even argue with I how I feel. Yeah. yeah, I won't argue with you. I I will I will agree with Usher. Mm-hmm. Now the new school, I would say like I don't listen to him, but I know a lot of people fuck with Miguel. Oh, Miguel, absolutely. I know a lot of people fuck with him. I'm trying to think uh, like, a name I've been seeing a lot. Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar. He's new, new. Yeah, but, he yeah, he too new to be in the uh, king category. I would say Miguel because Miguel has actually been around for a while. Somebody said motherfucking oh, Jeremiah. Mm, Jeremiah's good and he's he's produced for a lot of people and he's had nah. hits. He's had hits, but I wouldn't say King of Yeah, R&D. I don't know. So far, and even and Miguel, he's even like mainstream, but he, I don't think he's done. You think Miguel mainstream? Cause I low key think he a lot of people well, sleep on him. I think at a point he was more mainstream, but I would mm. say he's a little under the radar these days. Even okay. though he still has like good music, I would have said maybe the weekend if it was back in like remember when he used to came. I was about to say because ain't he more pop now? Yeah, he's more pop now. But remember he was so pop and kind of underground in terms of like those sensual, mm-hmm. emotional R and B type tracks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember he had like the trilogy or whatever. Yeah, like I ain't gonna three... lie. I didn't listen okay. to the other because you know he had the one album that like blew up. Mm-hmm. Then I know it was what two before that. Don't give me the line. I don't even remember yeah, how many albums he has. I don't know. But he's been out for a while. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the much. Yeah, I don't know if he's R and B. Oh, okay. So maybe it's just like him. it's just like because no, nah, he R and he pop R and B. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if that's what you want to call it. But those are the people that come to mind for me. So I'm like I feel like we missing some 
male R&B singers. And I know everybody keep talking about motherfucking, uh, what's his name? Dan, uh, no, Bryson Tiller. I'm sorry. No. No, I'm sorry. I can't. I mean, I'm not sorry, actually. No. Mm-mm, I can't do it. I can't do it. And you still got people who are like so... And that's so what Jacquees remind me of. Like, I don't really... He not, doesn't seem like... I don't only know like two of his songs. <laughs> I only know two of his songs. Nate, oh no! I was about to say you even have people who are staple, who you are staple. Better lay low. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh goodness, I hate him so much. All right, go go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say you even have people who are very staple in like the R and B music community, even though they wouldn't be a king. Like you know, remember Joe? Joe vocals oh, amazing. Joe. Yeah, um, yeah. Or Avant? He have Avant has Avon. some hits. <laughs> Avant. Avant like has Avon. some hits. So um, I would say them before fucking so Jack Wes. No offense to him. Who's who's who's. I can't pick. There's way too many amazing female artists. You got Brandy. You got Monica. Honestly, I would even, the queen of R&B is Mary J. Blige. I would even put Beyonce in that category, even yeah, though Beyonce yeah. has a lot of pop music. Mary J. Blige. You still got all these But no, you know that's under. her title, though. You know, they'd be like the queen of R&B. Like, uh, they, they didn't... I give Mary I, J. I Blige her respect, but I the don't titles, Because like, I know, like, she was the queen of R&B. Somebody else... Ashanti for one brief point had the princess of hip hop and R and B, and I was like, mm, I don't know Jerule. I don't think that's right. <laughs> um, but I do. No, Mary the Queen, Mary the Queen of R and B. She mm. is, is, is somebody who like literally she sang her pain. Ooh. She ain't my queen. No offense, I love Mary because she has hits, but like I never really connected to her. I feel like she was kind of above my age range or something to where like I just missed it. Like mm. it just like. But you know, mm. Mary inspired all your faves, though. Probably. I'm like, you know, she did. What about Mary... Tony? Tony Braxton. Like, there's. You got Faith Evans. You got Faith Evans. Like... Faith's not, not, not. Okay, she's a, a, a legend. She's not a. Because, like, no. Cause you, no, no, you're right. I, I kind of took it too far. Yeah. At this point, I'm just naming really talented people. Fantasia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Hey, but ain't she I'm surprised on? you even know who that is. No, because remember he said he liked the like 50 cent and like. That's very true. Oh, he wrote Olivia. And I'm like, it's just so funny because, wait, ain't she on this season of Love and Hip? The new is one? Is she? Like, I remember her being really pretty. I don't had, know anything else about she her. She had that one. What didn't she have one song? Uh, the one, the candy shop song. And then I could have sworn because she was on. Remember, she was on the original, 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 original Love and Hip Hop. Remember, like when Chrissy and them was like the old school, like House of Darion Love and Hip Hop. I remember the like the first few seasons mm. with like um yeah Olivia was Jim on Jones that. and his wife with yeah, the Olivia beauty mark. Right oh there. yeah, Chrissy. But I don't remember like everybody else really. Yeah. It was a it was a blur. It was you ain't missed too much. Mm-hmm. You ain't missed too much or nothing. Um let's get in, Oh, but, uh, you got more? You got more? Who else? 
No, I was just gonna say. Um, also, did you see Offset run on that stage? Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Before we continue this, like, how did I miss Lauren Hill? What you mean for the queen of of R and B, or would she be like hip hop? Cause she kind of did R and B too, and Erica Badu. I, I'm sorry. Like before we finish the, this conversation, I just had to put that out there. Wait, question: Who? I mean, I, <clears throat> it doesn't matter. But I'm like, who's older? Like who's? Mm, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Cause I know. Cause they both looking good for their age. I know Erica Badu thick. is looking. Have you seen Mary? <laughs> Mary is. Mary J. Blige. J. Blige. Okay. T H I Q U E. Thick. Um, But no, you're. Mm, I want to. I would say Erica Badu probably. So. So. Okay. So. So. Well, soul and RB kind of go. Hmm. I just had to put that out there, but we you can move wrong. on. You're not wrong. You're not like, wrong. I, I would have felt like shitty if I listened back to this and didn't mention those two. So. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Did you say Monica? Monica. Oh, yeah. I did say Monica. Oh, I said Monica right after I said Brandy. After I said Brandy. Don't, don't do that. Don't just I just love Monica. Brandy so much. You know, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> you better stop right there. Whitney. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Oh my! See, it's just so now, many no, people. Mimi is the queen of Christmas. Mariah Carey owns she can be the Christmas. Qu- she can be the queen of um R and B too. Uh, no, and like her R and B was kind of pop poppy, queen. Yeah, she a pop queen. She still had R and B hits though. Like I will say, she is the queen of the remix. Mm-hmm. She go back and listen to her. Mariah Carey did remixes right. She remixed that shit. Ew. She did. What Jill Scott say? The shit was black as hell. It was just you seen that when she went from. Hell uh, no, I didn't see that. It was when she came from seeing On the Run two, uh, the one that just went through, and Jill Scott posted a video. She was like, "That concert, it was everything. It was that's how you fucking do it. That's just black as hell. Like she was going off." Um, very inspired. I see. She was but very I was inspired. gonna say, um, did you see uh, Offset oh, run yeah, on stage yeah. trying to apologize? I saw that she looked like Cardi looked like she wasn't having it. But I love when uh, I was talking to Bianca about it, and she was like, <laughs> she was like, she in, she instantly was like, at my job, you gonna come and bring that shit at my job? Because at the end of the day, that's her job. And like, I think what's annoying is that like that was a selfish ass thing for him to do because she was the first female to ever headline Rolling Loud. Like now, instead of her great ass performance, they're gonna remember your whack ass coming on the stage and interrupting. And she was saying in her interview, like that the whole like Harper Bazaar thing when that happened, like she don't regret that it happened. Like she did what she did, and that's what she did. But like she said, she. She she said it does. It, she does realize it doesn't look good because it makes people distracted from like your craft and stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why are you laughing? <laughs> your glasses are so crooked. I know, and I feel them too. But like these headphones. I'm sorry. Like th- these I was headphones. Just, I kept man. looking like it's. Is it me? And like, then the thing is, like, you know how when your glasses crooked, you kind of like lean so you can like see with them. <laughs> I just I just couldn't go on. But um. They it 
They big, James. <laughs> you sound like me. But like, I am adjusting them. <laughs> no, that's like as this far is, as they gonna go. This is literally what I do when no. I have those headphones. Dana, keep vamping. Um, just yeah. Push them up like that. Oh. This is just so funny. Like, maybe it's the wine. I don't know. But, um, yeah. When you think about it, when you break it down simplistically, he did interrupt right. her fucking job. Yeah. Um, and I guess, that's, like. That's literally her job. For a hopeless romantic like me, like, it is kind of cute in a way. I'm sorry. Like, if anybody, like, strongly disagrees. Oh, and you thinks ain't the only one out It was there. disrespectful. But in a small part of me, it's like, oh, I love the grand gesture of it all. But then realistically, like, everybody's not going to take that shit. Like, that might really, like, bother some people. Especially if you're maybe looking for space and somebody just shows up and does that. It's like, geez. Like, okay, I get it. But, like, give me some time. It's just so funny when you watch the clip. Cause like you don't see nothing but her face, and then you see her like her her body moving, and like cause you know she going off, and like I just love putting the words because I know she was just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are what are you doing up here? This is what are you doing? Like, <laughs> could you just imagine her going off and like? But he apologized. He was like, I embarrassed you publicly, so I thought I'd take you back publicly, which is good. But it's just like you know, did she ask you to do that? No. Did you see the little meme video of him? Like somebody was talking over his voice. That's true. James or everyone working that night should be fired for letting him up there. And you know what's fucked up now? I love P. You know, patience. That's her publicist. I am King P on Instagram. Um, she the one with her. She 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 the thicklicious one. And um, she led him on stage, and I was like. P. Because she probably thought she was doing you the know, right thing. And that's what it, I thought. That's where it's such so, a like. Um, but then, did you hear the tea? Apparently, they were spotted in Puerto Rico on a jet ski together. Yeah, I did hear about that. That's what I just heard before I walked up the stairs. I saw that little picture of her with that blonde wig. Did, okay, did you see the money video? No, not yet. But I heard she was stripping in it. It was good? No, like. I'm just going to say this one last time. She is no longer a reality star. She's no longer an entertainer. She's not a stripper. She's not a rapper. She's a fucking artist. And that's all I'm going to say. Mic drop. She is an artist. Put some respect on the name. Belka Lees. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Because right. that video was, wow. I was like, damn. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it after we wrap this up. Yeah. You know, videos making a comeback nowadays. As they should. I fucking love music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, But I- yeah, that's those. it was just those two things uh, really I had to uh, tell you about. Anything in pop culture for you? I can't think of anything besides like being excited for the Grammys that her is nominated for like, I think five um, awards. Is she performing? I don't know if she's performing, mm. but I know she got like, and Chloe and Halle got their nomination. Did you see them on SNL? Um, were they perform? What were they performing? They was performing. They jammed. What, do you remember what song by chance? Mm-hmm. Or was this like very, very recently? It was very, I want to say like, Last week or the week before, oh, it was very recent. You know, Grownish two coming, uh, yep. season two coming Can't out. Can't wait for it. My, a friend of mine told me she didn't like that show, and mm. I see what she's saying too. She says it's a very light skinned show. I get that. 
I get that too. It's not, it's very, it's very, yeah. I get that, yeah. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm going to see if it's still that way in the season two because, yeah, I understand. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no, but you ain't no no new music you listening to. No, let me get out my Apple Music. Standing for there's always um some some new music. Well, I know you have you heard of that uh song by, is it? I don't want to get this girl's name wrong. It's called Girls Need Love. Girls Need Love Mm-mm. Too by Summer Walker. It's like a you know she's in my to listen to. It's a cute R and B song, and actually. There is this artist named Colette Lush who just came out with this project called Seven One. Um, It's like an R&B soul album. And her voice is so amazing. Hmm. And the the lyrics for her songs are so... They're just great lyrics, great singing, great music. And when I tell you I've probably listened to that whole album like like 80 times mm. in two weeks like it's that damn good to me mm. i think it's great so had to shout her out because i've been obsessed with what, it. what was that last name seven one is the name of the album oh. but her al- her name is colette lush oh okay 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 yeah super okay. good so i might have to like make you listen to it one of these days to see what you think all right. But you ready to get into these segments? What what uh what are we drinking on? We drinking on some purple moon. I love the moon and the sun and the stars and basically like, you know, the galaxy and all that shit. Um so I just anything with like the name moon in it or something, I'm like usually like, hmm, I wanna try that. Really? Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> so this Moon it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like moon pass. I actually don't like moon pies though. That is a trip to the bathroom. That you shit ain't is missing nasty. nothing. <laughs> it's you really nasty. Na- but I ain't gonna lie, I bang a vanilla moon pie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Tariq Wooded and everything. This is um 2016 California. Um it's called a uh, Shiraz. I don't know. I've never Shiraz. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, that's I think it's another form of red. I should know this. They used to ask me this when I was serving. I used to be like, it's red. And keep going. Um, so yeah, it's a red wine, like you said. The secret to this intensely fruit-forward wine is picking the grapes at the perfect moment. Folklore says our ancestors used to spend... You know, I don't even feel like reading this right now. I know, I about to say, that sounds like some booze you could have, should have, would have stepped on the grape shit. Yeah, but it's a little too dry for PJ. I mean, usually I have more like... I'm a, but you know what though? I'm a white white wine drinker. Mm-hmm. Red is just, uh, cause even with the Sauvignon that you had last <laughs> time, it was like real good. It was good, but I'm like, it's just red is just like I just feel like it just takes control of my mouth. Like you know, interesting takes control of your mouth. All right, James, shut up with all the flavor and all the. It's like it's just a lot. Like it's like it's a lot. I remember at Milliken. Remember when they had them sandwiches it was like peanut butter marshmallows chocolate chips bananas and bacon and chocolate syrup what it was the like an elvis that? panini i've never heard of that yeah it was remember they used to have it because it was called the elvis panini apparently it was like elvis things i'm like no that feel like who, who had that I never, elvis apparently it was like his favorite but snack like, before i'm saying he died. like what restaurant had that no it was the calf the cafeteria i've had never that. heard of that ever ask somebody when i guess because i stayed in the calf a lot because i was fat that sounds weird but maybe like, that was there the last two years when i like never ate 
ate in the calf. I stopped eating in the calf. I ain't gonna lie, I was still sneaking food out the calf toy. Because I'm like, it's free. Oh, yeah, I used to sneak food out too. Mostly cookies. Oh, them cookies. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, big cookie party. Shut up. Anyway, so <laughs> do you have any five fingers you wanna give out? Some muffs, some what about this though? Mm-hmm. I actually I can't think of anything. I was thinking about it earlier and I really can't. So this week has been a pretty good week. Just mm. like, you know, last week was your good week. This week is my good week. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, I wasn't really pissed at anybody or annoyed. Or actually, I was annoyed at someone, but if I talk about it, it'll be too obvious who it is. And mm. like, I don't want that drama. <laughs> no more lies. No more. <laughs> no, no, no. No more pain. <laughs> <laughs> no more drama in my life. Was that in Honey? That wasn't Honey. When she was looking for him. Yeah. Broken out again. It was raining and shit. I was like, they really created the perfect atmosphere with the song and the rain. and the... Yeah. Oh, my God. That movie. Um, so no, you? you ain't got no five fingers, none? Not really. What about you? Not really. I think I got two... You said not really, but I think I got two. All right. Let's hear. Um, I just got I just got two. I just got two. Mm-hmm. My first one. Oh, so the first one, um, it ain't even really a five fingers. It's just like one of those things like Do you see? You know what I'm saying? Like uh it's like a it's like a you should have had a VA. You know what I'm saying? You feel me, James? You should have had a VA. That's all I'm saying. But, like, I saw this article on Twitter when it was talking about they found, like, a real-life um, Bible from during slavery. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need to record ourselves, because I feel like the uh, listeners will miss out on so much. Because their face is like... Because mm. this, this wine is, like, pretty dry. It is. But I'm, uh, like, trying to chug it anyway. Like, But, um... And it was a Bible from during like slavery times. And like, so it was basically damn near a blacked out Bible. Like, because they uh they blacked out all the parts that talked about like slaves like rebelling and like how wow. every man is supposed to have but How their do they own. know they blacked it out? Did they because it was legit blacked out. Like, oh. you know what I'm saying? And this is the Bible they would give the slaves. So the slaves oh. wouldn't read that part. You okay. see what I'm saying? They wow. only kept the parts about them being submissive in the Bible. And then the other parts they didn't know because they legit blacked it out. But didn't they? But I thought they didn't allow slaves to read. They, I think the ones in the house they allowed okay. to read. Oh, okay. Like okay. the... Uh, yeah, like I do remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah, like the like the slaves who were allowed inside the house were, were allowed to read, and like mm-hmm. that's what they read. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, um, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, and it's just like one of those things where it's like, so you mean to tell me you want me? It's just like those people who are super religious and relying on this Bible. It like, like no shade. I'm not trying to like knock nobody, but it's just like so. This same thing you using to try to like condemn somebody else or whatever, that this is what they did to people that look like you back then. Like, and you still you still doing that in a way. And it's not right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you really need to sit back and be like, hmm. People just take things that they're taught to believe for face value. And and it scares me when people don't question a lot of things. I feel like mm-hmm. you should question everything. And I know it's scary. I know 
And even sometimes, like, you can question it and still decide to hold on to your beliefs, but you should at least question things and explore why you think and feel the way you do because I think you should, like, to really know, like, if it's something you truly connect to or if it's something you're believing in because it's been, like, ingrained in you Mm -hmm. by an outside source. That's, like, really important to me. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Question everything and... Even things your parents, yeah. Even the things your parents taught you, like all human beings are flawed, which means everything we've ever created, we've ever taught, there could be flaws to everything. And I think people forget that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I just say think for yourself. Yeah. Think for yourself because that right there just showed me, man, you can spin this book into whatever way you want it to be. Like, just be a good person. That's all I got to say. Exactly. And then my second one goes out to, I guess, who would this go to? Now, I want a muff. Who is this? I guess Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. You heard the, um, you heard of that girl, the trial. Oh, can you pull me a little bit more? I shall. The case of that girl, Centoya Brown. I don't even want to talk about that because it really pisses me the fuck off. Oh my fucking and i heard about this a, i heard about this a few years ago so it is very interesting to see it catching on but hearing that story is so sick and i actually like watched a documentary on it on youtube recently when they went even more into the case mm-hmm. into all her psychological issues yeah. that were like brought up but were dismissed remind I was like, me was she kidnapped or no she was basically i think she was like 14 or 15 at the time Uh and she was a guy was like pimping her out so she voluntarily went right but when you think about the whole circumstances of her life and her mental illness yeah yeah yeah. i'm just i just don't remember how she got there you know what i'm saying um she did voluntarily go with him and then i think i mean it's a it's for survival reasons you know what i'm saying um, of course, a fourteen-year-old girl gonna be like, "Hey, this man said he'll take care of me. Yeah, he may put his hands on me, but it's all I got." Um, but no, I just guess I just want to muff the fuck out of the shit. I can't even say the Tennessee, whatever, whatever. I guess just the the justice system in general, because that's some bullshit. She had to do that shit in self-defense. Like, come on now. Like, yeah, she she I I remember, you know, hearing some of the facts about it and um um I can't remember if he had like they had slept together or if he was like trying to and then she said he turned over to the side of his bed and she knew that he had a gun in the bedroom so she got scared thinking he was maybe going to pull a gun on her uh-huh. and so she shot him. Yeah. And I think the saddest part is that this woman has been a victim to to so many different things from like being like raped by family members and doing this and doing that. And it's so very clear that there's something mentally like going on, Um, especially when you just look. She's been fighting the the whole damn life. Hell yeah. She literally she literally she don't even know the word relax. There's literally like scientific evidence about all her like brain. um, in normalities or something i don't know but that her trauma is becoming a physical thing now it's just so crazy like to know like she's literally like since birth it's like almost like she's been fighting because i think her mom was like still drinking and stuff like during the whole during the whole pregnancy or something like that so even from birth she was suffering from like defects and stuff and it's just 
It's just really crazy, and it's like really, really sad. Yeah, it's really sad. I heard that she's literally, um, right now in her early twenties, is functioning at like a thirteen or fourteen year old like brain mm-hmm. level. So imagine her being fourteen, fifteen back then, right. where her brain was at. Right. And it's just, it's really sad, and it's really scary to know, like, that the system doesn't really seem to look out for people like it's supposed to. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's all I got to say. I just want to say that's fucked up. You know damn well if you was in that same situation, you would do the same damn thing. If you were scared, you probably react the same way. Kiss my ass, justice system. That's a whole bunch of bullshit. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. And then they was like, she's eligible for parole. And when did it say? And I think she had like sixty six years or she something. She would be sixty seven. She must serve fifty one years. Okay. To be el- Fifty one years? Come on. But then my thing... Oh, that's so annoying. That's so annoying. But call that number. Oh, man. I don't know if... It, I hope. I wonder if it's still... I mean, it don't deactivate, do it? Um, I have no idea. Well, the I number guess, like associated with the case? Is it yeah, to like... They say contact Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam to ask that he grant clemency clemency is that what it is clemency to centoya and then they say call 615-741-2001 so call the number and say that's some bullshit get her out because if she was a little white girl or a white boy she would been out yeah, and definitely make sure you actually like look at the facts of the case. So then when you're able to have that conversation and to voice your opinion to the people who it matters to, like you can be able to say like because of X, Y, Z, this doesn't seem fair. Like, and yeah. Uh, well, so next week, do you have anything you want to confess? Um, these are my confessions. Um, I actually did have something and I'm, I sadly can't remember what it was. It was definitely something really embarrassing and I'm really sad that I can't remember. Okay, I have a confession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought of a random one from MySpace. <laughs> not MySpace, not that one. Um, <clears throat> when I was little, I used to do something very weird. I guess I had like a very weird appetite and I rarely, I didn't really like a lot of the stuff that my parents would cook for me for dinner and stuff. And to avoid eating it, I would hide the food in the vents of my home. I would beat your ass. (laughs) I would beat your nasty little ass. Yes. Hiding food in my vents and shit. Yes. I would like, either like get a spoonful and like stick it through the holes of the vents or some of the vents like they were in the floor i could like pull up the top the top part and throw it in there and we even had like a a dining room table and it was kind of like underneath the actual table parts like beneath that to where the legs were there were kind of openings to where like you can stick your hand through, but you also couldn't see through it. It's very hard to explain. But there was an opening in my table that I would throw food in, and you couldn't see it from the outside because it was, like, covered by, I don't know. I don't know how to fucking explain it. But you couldn't see where I was throwing the food inside the table. And one time, my parents, like, moved it to, like, clean up or, like, arrange shit for the house party. 
and they saw that I had like fucking old ass food there. I had so much trouble. I definitely got my ass beat. I definitely got my ass beat. I would like beat your ass. Do you know how pissed I would be if I just opened my vent and just found the Thanksgiving dinner there in like January? Because I didn't want to. Bitch, I would, ooh, I would beat your little ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'd be thinking like, now, if you see I didn't want to eat this food, like why was I still forced to eat it? That's what I'm kind of confused about. But we won't go into my childhood trauma. <laughs> but you eat what was put on no nah, sometimes like it would be a school night and i'm like eight seven nine and i would be like just at the table for hours and so you get creative if you didn't want to eat the food and you had to sit there and you're falling asleep at the dining room well, then table why don't you just be like i want to go to bed <sighs> maybe this is getting too deep we should change oh, the subject shit. it wasn't that simple okay um no i understand and yeah so i used to just hide shit in the vents to um Can yeah I say a story about yes james james got a story for us about having food <laughs> uh-huh you had food and shit no i was at a babysitter's a babysitter made terrible food uh-huh. ever no one enjoyed it and would make you eat all of it and if you didn't they would put it in the fridge and make you eat it for the next meal so one of the kids would just chipmunk all of the food and then go downstairs and spit it behind a TV. <laughs> I thought you were about to say in a toilet. You said it behind. No, behind a TV downstairs wow. and just start playing Super Nintendo. Wow. <laughs> PJ. Who was, the, who was the babysitter? Uh, no, I, we don't need to say that person's name. <laughs> What's her name? It was like his... Ah, she was a family member, James. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I was like, it's his aunt. Oh man. Um, actually, that kind of makes me want to get my five fingers to. No, you know, that's too deep. I'm not even gonna go there. Never mind. Oh no, that's the, that's I'd what be this is to go, for. I be going. I be wanting to go on rant on parenting, but I feel like that should be a whole episode in itself. Mm-hmm. Because like, there's so many ways you can go with like parenting and like some really like traumatic and fucked up shit parents be doing when they think they're disciplining disciplining us. But like, true, that's so true. Really, y'all are like confusing us and shit, and I'm like get, getting rid of your own frustrations on us. Anything I need to confess. Oh, I well, I don't know if this is a confession, but you know what movie? Okay, so no wait. <laughs> Do I wanna? Come on, pick one, pick one, pick a story. <laughs> okay, oh no, I was just gonna say like you know that movie, that movie, uh, Jeepers Creepers, that horror movie. Mm-hmm. That movie scared me so bad I pissed in the bed. Damn, how old were you? But when that come out, uh, two thousand. So I was what ninety three, uh, and then six, seven. I don't know, but I pissed the fuck out that bed because I wasn't leaving that motherfucker. You I said that? I'm just gonna piss in his bitch. <laughs> no, you know what movie really did scare me? Um, with the first time I saw Saw. I thought that. Oh shit, yeah, it was more like the thought of somebody if you of you not appreciating your life, somebody's mm-hmm. recognizing that and snatching you and putting you That's, in a situation. Yeah. I think it was more so the psychological thing. Like, damn, like yeah. it kind of almost makes you look at like 
at least at the young age where I saw it, it really did make me be like, fuck, maybe I should like get my shit together and like start doing shit, stop doing shit that I know I shouldn't be doing. Like, I don't the know. The first Saw scene I ever saw, it was on Saw 2. <laughs> the first Saw scene I ever saw, uh, it was on, uh, and it was a, a hole in the ground full of like needles and it was a key in there. Oh my goodness. And like they had to I remember dig. and they, didn't they throw some, oh, I thought Bitch, they did yes. Threw her in there. She was like, no, I don't want to go. And they just like oh threw her goodness. and like she just landed. And when I say I legit like, you have a, have you ever watched a movie and like, especially horror movies, you be they feeling They all get it, chopped off and you be like, and you, be you like, feel it? No, yeah. when she landed on them needles, I said, ah! Like I legit just went like that. Like, and I couldn't even move <laughs> because I was just like, oh, my, like I felt it. Like I felt each needle in my back. I, I was like, oh my God. I relate God. to that. I relate to Ooh. that so much. I relate to that so much. I'm mm. always like that when I'm watching scary movies. Yeah. And Saw, Especially the gory ones, you know? Yeah, Saw, at least the first few, was really good at like making you feel immersed in that experience that they had. But then it kind of started to like Get be dumb. redundant. and like You know they I had was, a video game. Oh my god! I beat that. I play. I ain't gonna lie. That was the most. I was sweating playing that game. Really? It, it, was, it, it was, was probably like all these timed. Cause like you would. The first thing you start is like getting out the little like the. But you how do you get out about? of it? Like, what do you do? You to- just gotta press the button, and then like any wrong move, like I'm like the first five minutes of the getting out of that thing took me like six tries, like because like oh, wow. it just happened so fast. It's like and. The way the game moves, it moves like the movie. So it'll be like, flash, flash, flash. You'll be like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so much going on, but it's such a fun oh, game. It's yeah. like, I loved it. It was it was a great game. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah. And kind of different. It, yeah, it's like a very... I, well, I love horror games in general. So that's, you know, that's my shit. But um, yeah, I think that that's my confession that I pissed in the bed to that movie. That movie's scary. That... I think that movie is one of the most terrifying Jeepers horror films. Jeepers Creepers. Because it hmm. don't, you can't kill the damn thing. Yeah. It don't die. It's literally yep. like something from hell. Like, <laughs> that first one scared the... What's she's Dana? What do you say? Remember to project, Dana. Remember... Do you remember the psychic in the first one? It eats eyes so, so it, it can, can see. see. <laughs> Lungs. So we can breathe. It was like, duh. Um, what else, bitch? You think I like having this in my head? Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so. And Jeepers, then the acting. Creepers. I ain't gonna lie for a horror film. You know the mo- the acting always be cheesy. Nah, as they fuck. were all the hey, acting there was, was good. It. Like, Even Jeepers Creepers was all creepy and shit. Hey man, I was like, man, like, uh, what's his name? Justin Long. Yep. That girl was real good too. She was. Um, I don't. I definitely don't know her name. But I remember Justin Long from a few movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he, a few shit. He been in a whole bunch of yeah. lot of movies. Um, but then, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. So, let it marinate. <laughs> uh, okay. So, we're going to let it marinate. So, I got this. The, our, let it make, our let it marinate topic is something that came to me. And it involves from a headline that I saw today involving none other than what's her name, James? He looks like he doesn't know what <laughs> you're talking about. I said my Let It Marinate segment, it was inspired by someone who was in the headlines this week. What's her name? I'm, I'm guessing Cardi B. No, no. 
Is he supposed to know this? Yes. Did we talk about this? Don't we always talk about this? Oh, Beyonce? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I didn't guess that. I didn't know what was going on. Okay. Uh, Beyonce. Well, I don't know if you saw, but she went to um the wedding in India. And, you know, she took pictures in, like, the Indian clothes and, like, the traditional, like, what they wear at weddings and things like that. And, you know, a lot of people were saying, you know... That's cultural appropriation. That's no. She can't. No. So. But that's kind of different. If you're going to a wedding and you're trying to yeah, honor, you're yeah. trying to honor wait, wait, their wait, 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 Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting all to that. Okay. Yes. You know, I'm ready. Indeed. I know. I know. Thoughts, opinions, ideas, spewing. But, uh, so our topic this week is going to be cultural appropriation. And this is something I really, I'm, I'm really actually excited to talk about because I feel like it is something that. I mean, it's talked about, but, like, I ain't going to say we're going to be the experts in breaking it down, but, like, we definitely going to try to do that here. So, what exactly is cultural appropriation? So, I uh, found this in an article I was reading online. And so, it's in, an Oxford, it's in the Oxford Dictionary, and it says, Oxford Dictionaries, which only put the phrase into its official lexicon, uh, ah, its official lexicon last year defines cultural appropri- appropriation as the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs, practices, ideas, etc., of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society. Simply put, it is when someone adopts something from a culture that is not his or her own a hairstyle, a piece of clothing, a manner of speaking, even a type of exercise. And in parentheses, they have yoga, for example. So, cultural appropriation, blah, that, why can't I say these big-ass words? <laughs> I just want to say big words. We got to do some tongue twisters before we start recording. Betsy bought a bits of butter, but the butter Betsy bought was bitter. So, Betsy bought a bits of better butter to make the bitter butter better. <laughs> All right. You just had one ready. You know, t- I'm an actor. Um, no, so cultural appropriation is basically when you take something from someone else's culture and... It's not like you even paying homage to it. You just literally like using for like it's like appeal or like to to because that's what you think it belongs to. So case in point, um, what are forms of cultural appropriate appropriation that you ask? So you know, as many of y'all do, when May fifth hits. And you go to all your bars with your sombreros and your little mustache. Yeah, you don't give a fuck about Mexicans any other fucking time. Okay. Literally. That's literally a big one right literally. there. Holidays are one of the biggest. Like you're not you you you're you're not you're not Latino at all. Why you don't have no reason celebrating that. You're just using it as an excuse to get drunk. And then what's offensive is that you're wearing all this shit knowing damn well, you know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to be. And they're like, and I guess people are like, oh, well, I think it's, you know, paying tribute. It's like, no, you're not paying tribute because I think what people forget is what makes it not appropriate is when you actually do the research and use it yep. validly. You and know then what when I'm you saying? actually can acknowledge the people who created that thing that you're, exactly. you're using. Yeah. 
You're not, you going and out people, and getting drunk and dumb. That ain't got nothing to do with what they were talking about. you literally don't give a fuck about Mexicans every other day of the fucking At year. All. That's the thing that really bothers me. And, and I was actually having this conversation with one of my closest friends recently, which is, you know, in the realm of cultural appropriation. She was like, how come like black people... And she isn't black, but she is um, a person of color. She's Mexican. And it was she just wanted like to an honest answer because she couldn't really comprehend it. Why um, sometimes like black people may get upset when white people wear dreads, but we wear weaves. Okay. And that's what I was getting and to And they don't get next. it. And I feel like it's so hard to explain because it's no, either it's like... Not. It, no, it's either you get it or you don't. Black black people wear wigs and Danny, weaves. you missing all my points. I had this all lined oh, up, but it's okay. okay. I'm no, sorry. No, do what you gotta do. I, I do get, what you gotta do. I get very passionate. We know. Because sometimes people forget about assimilation and the fact that a lot of people are adapting to the mainstream idea of beauty to assimilate so that they can feel like they fit in. Like, people don't understand like a lot of black people didn't feel comfortable enough to wear their afros they wore their natural hair and felt ugly and were ashamed of it because of like the standard of beauty and for being put down for like everything that was natural and cultural about them so what do they do they try to adapt to you know what the 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 majority is doing so they can be accepted that's the difference and whereas white people wearing dreads i mean I do get it when people say like, oh, like well, a, first a of per- all, people can't own a hairstyle. Let's get it straight. I get that. Those are not dreads. Those are not dreads. Those are locks. Dreads are what they called it because that's what when when they brought the slaves over on the ships, mm-hmm. their hair would get matted and like it would just come into that and they'd just be like, oh, your hair looks dreadful. Da, 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 yep. that. And that's where they came from. So yep. therefore, number one. You don't know what you're putting into your hair. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? You're calling it dreads. They're not dreads. They're locks. Number two, your hair literally does not do that. Like, uh, um, like, like scientifically speaking, white people's hair does not do that. Like, it can't. In order for them to physically grow dreads, they have to literally not wash their hair. Like, it has to get dirty. Like, matted. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, that was made textually for our hair. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're not even doing the proper background you need to do in order. I ain't even going to say if you got to do the background to have these kind of styles. But it's just like, you also have to, you do have to have some, you do have to have some, some sense of awareness. And I, I do get that. Like, I don't think any like race of people should like own a hairstyle. I get that too, but. It just feels like, and I know a lot of white people. I disagree with that. I know a lot of white people probably mean no harm by it. I think it as minorities, it just kind of sucks because it's like everything that we do, it's like they do, and it's all of a sudden accepted and cool. And it's just like, it kind of hurts when it's just like we existed this way before and we've got shit on for it. That's why I get so sensitive about the big ass and the big lip thing because I know so many black people who like were made fun of for that and literally felt so damaged and insecure. Like I was a person who felt very insecure being surrounded by like other people with smaller bodies and i was like the more like curvy brown girl and i felt so different and weird and like you know not like everybody else and then it's just so like strange for like it to look exotic and sexy on other people and it's just like 
but some people you just, you are just, just keep jumping around don't you sorry no I'm feel, i feel i feel i feel so passionate about it because it literally hurts to watch other people get praised for faking something mm-hmm. that a whole other group already naturally has and doesn't get like attention and doesn't feel beautiful for Cool. Or we do feel beautiful, but we're like over sexualized and hypersexualized. Whereas well, other people are put another... on a pedestal and they're wiped up because of it. And they're like, you know, it really does suck. Sorry, PJ. No, you're fine. I like to call your points, but I'm very passionate. I'm like, about I'm this. just trying to figure out where to go now because you're jumping all over. Okay. Um, I'm going to stop talking now. No, you're fine. <laughs> no, I was going to say, in terms of that, uh, when you were talking about uh, body image as well, because no, I was just going to ask in which ways. Have you seen cultural appropriation in which ways has it like really affected you? And I was gonna say with Hello. Oh, a little techie thing going on. Technical difficulty. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, hello, hello. hello. Oh, we should have been on my list. Well, we're gonna get to Collabor- that. who was that though? Erica Badu and Andre Th- 3,000. Oh, ain't that her baby daddy? I think so. Mm. <laughs> what were you going to um, I was going to say, like, um, you could talk about it in, like, the different ways. It's in, like, in different medias it's been uh, a thing. Because, like, I've been seeing it lately also in fashion in terms of, like... The finger waves. Yeah, I'm about to say, you probably know more about this than me. The long-ass nails, the baby the, the hair. Because... If I see another white girl talking about she got some damn baby hair, I'm a punch her in the neck. Cause I'm like, girl, you know damn well you don't know nothing about no damn baby hair. You ain't got no baby hair. You ain't got no baby hair. None. This uh white girl I went to high school with took a picture on the side and was like, baby hair swooped. And I was like, bitch, are you serious? You ain't got none of baby hair in sight. And then, like, even with the cornrows and everything, and I think. That was going back to what we were saying earlier with you have to, I think, because who was that? Which fashion? I don't know, but somebody had put cornrows on there and they were saying like, oh, this new innovative style. It was like, no. Wasn't that Kim Kardashian? Maybe it wasn't. It wasn't her. Maybe it wasn't. Never mind. Let me not put her in this and she probably didn't do shit. I mean, so that was one thing I was looking up. I was like, who are very like prominent victim i mean not victims of offenders offenders of uh being a appropriator aka a culture vulture and her and her whole clan was listed they all was because and it goes back to what you were saying about the whole big lips and things like that have you ever heard of sarah bartman sounds so familiar so it's this woman oh the black fishing girl no, no, no. Oh, this okay. woman back in like, I want to say the 18 somethings, she was a part of this tribe. And basically. Oh, with the big ass. And, and she yes, was like shown around like a fucking bitch, zoo like animal. Like a freak show. Because she had a fat ass. Like, wow. Like, black women were literally put on display for having a fat ass. Now these bitches is out here literally like. Overdoing it too. Overdoing it. And it's just like one of those things, like even when you was talking about the whole you were being insecure, but like now it's okay. Like Kylie Jenner and that whole lip shit, like the fact that she had people doing that, like that was one of the things they kept looking at about this woman. Like, why is everything on her so large? But before it was a freak show. Now it's like a trend. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it and it's kind of hard because like and it, it's so hard because if you say like curves and lips, it, I get it. An opposing argument could be like, well, a lot of people of different cultures have big lips and 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 curves. It's like yes, but I just think overall, what like people need to get is that it just sucks to be one way naturally and to be ashamed of it and to be made to feel ugly and different and not good enough because of it. But then those exact same things are found beautiful and are popular and are exotic and are cool on other people. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the bottom line of it. Like it just like it just sucks. And it's either you get it or you don't. Yeah. And if you don't get it, it's maybe because like you've never been in the position to where something you loved about yourself, you made you were made to feel ashamed of it. And then like it, if you don't get it, you probably haven't been in that position to feel the way some of the people feel who do feel like others appropriate different aspects of their culture so Mm -hmm. it's like you get it from experience or you don't and if you don't it's probably going to be very hard for you to grasp and it just is what it is and i think we're all kind of guilty of appropriating in one way or another like i can be honest like i probably you know um i I I like different styles from like other cultures and things like that, but I don't know. Maybe the difference for me is I at least attempt to figure out. I was about to say I'm pretty sure you ain't just about to go in here and fool a kimono, yeah, and just be like I'm in like I'm Asian, no, yeah, black bitch wearing a kimono, (laughs) yeah. And when I and when I do like purposely like take on something of another culture sometimes i'll try to shout it out like oh this is like a really cool mm-hmm. asian shirt that i got from the thrift store and i think it's really cool like it's like do something to at least acknowledge like i don't know and that was i was about to say with beyonce because people was accusing her of appropriate but i'm like first of all she was invited to this indian wedding by this indian millionaire first of all you think she would what you think she was gonna wear some baby fat up there and sing like of course she was going to wear, and like, the thing is, it's, it's not like she went to like Las Vegas and what it's like. She was around. Literally in their culture, yes. in their country, in their culture. Immersed in the culture, like, you know, participating in a traditional wedding. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it she didn't wear this. It was the most appropriate thing to do yeah. to show respect. I'm like, if she low-key didn't wear this, she probably would have been like, it probably would have been more dis- it would have been disrespectful yeah. you want to make them feel comfortable this is their thing this is their home this is their place and you want to make them feel comfortable and you want to honor and she was trying to honor their traditions mm-hmm. there's a di- like people don't people just be acting fucking slow like they really be acting fucking slow right um, no it's just i don't i can't I, and but okay now I do got a question no i do got a question cuz i ain't seen this video yet now you know she did a collaboration with Coldplay. I haven't seen that video either. Okay, because like apparently she wearing like a headdress and like um got henna on and stuff like that. And people like, what about that? I'm like, well, I don't know about that because I ain't really seen that one. Mm-hmm. But I will say this one here. I'm just like, no, like it was the pretty appropriate thing to do. If she didn't do it, I don't, I don't know. You know how how if that would have worked. You know what I'm saying? Um, But now, so I was reading about cultural appropriation and then some people, um, they were doing a study and people people in Japan were talking about uh, their culture being like appropriate or whatever. And someone said, 
The site quoted from Japanese social media accounts, which included the responses, culture is meant to be stolen. If it's not worth stealing, then it isn't culture. If people keep claiming cultural appropriation, then people will not touch our culture. Then people will not understand our culture and it will be easier way to become our enemy. And Westerners care too much about silly things. In one aspect, I get it. In another aspect, you still have to remember that the playing field isn't equal for all of us. Mm -hmm. So... If there was if we lived in a country where the playing field was more equal amongst the majority and the minorities, then, yes, we would be in a place where we can take and borrow from other cultures and like make this this beautiful thing of like sharing and stuff. But it's still we're still not equal enough for that to go on and for everybody to feel satisfied People like they still don't realize the unbalance. It's the unbalance in our society that makes it feel like appropriation. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the thing people don't get. If we were all equal, then it would be easier to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's also it goes back to remember when we was talking about Rachel Dole's all Mm -hmm. you can appreciate and don't have to appropriate you like you can talk about the whole culture and whatever they do and celebrate and help and support that don't mean you have to take on that cultures, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I was into like, you know, like the Indian culture, like I don't have to sit here and pretend I'm Indian, but like I can still do my research and tell you as much about them as I can. I can support like organizations that are about like preserving this culture. I can, you know, do whatever it takes, like in that kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Still help as a black man, you know, and I, I, I don't know. I don't agree with that. They say Midwestern people take things too seriously, but I'm like, no. It's, we take it too seriously because we're always fighting to maintain what's true to us and yeah. to maintain, like, of course we're fighting for it when you have to think about, like... Also, you got to think about this country specifically. That's a... You know... When everything was taken from so many people... You know... You want to maintain some shit for yourself. You can't, like, you can't say we too sensitive about that, baby. We had slavery, so... I've been trying <laughs> to tell people, slavery changes the game. Yeah. It really does. Like, it changes the game. Like, so yeah, we are sensitive about that, considering we done had so much shit taken away from us. Literally, you know, land, people, uh, life, shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm, I gotta disagree with that, because I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another thing I'm thinking about, imagine, <clears throat> these are just examples, imagine a, let me think, Oh, okay. Imagine one person. Let's say I'm just going to throw out two names just to be random. Mm -hmm. Let's say we have Kim Kardashian on one end and we have, we'll just say Beyonce on the other end. These are merely examples. Kim Kardashian, she never really speaks on um, wanting to educate people on different cultures. She never really informs people about different things that other cultures are going through. Who's the other person again? Beyonce. Beyonce. Other people. She doesn't really speak on the oppression or anything that people, other people are going through. But then you have Beyonce. She does. You do hear her trying to uplift people in different cultural communities from different cultural backgrounds and different countries. You see her volunteering. You see her doing this and doing that. And let's say they both had a moment where they took on a fashion piece from some from another culture. You will be, of course, like if you see Kim Kardashian doing it, I should have picked two white people because I feel like maybe it would have made more sense. Mm. If, Of course, if you see Kim, Kim Kardashian doing it, it would feel like appropriation because it's like, do you ever try to do anything for anybody 
outside of your own like culture or race. But then with Beyonce, it's less offensive because she actually, you see, she actually does her research. She's actually out there in different communities trying to better them. So I feel like it also depends on the person. If you mm. see a person doing something and you know that their intentions, what their intentions are and how they're True. always bringing awareness to other people, you know, it's different than like somebody else who does it. And it's like, kind of like the whole like, I don't know. Am I making sense? I'm no, probably not making sense. sense. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on the people too. Like some people, it feels like offensive because it's like you literally don't seem to give a shit about anybody but yourself. But you always want to like do what use what other people well other people are creating. Mm. Can I jump in real quick? Go ahead, sure. James. Well, you can just take me as an example. Mm-hmm. Is it offense or? Is it weird looking at me and then me also say like, yeah, I know every single crime mob song? No. But if I were dressed, weird. If I were dressed like a wigger, w- which uh, <laughs> you would say, oh, James is a piece of shit. Uh, that would I'm be so more sorry weird. To, yes. Actually, that's a good example. Yeah. It will be more weird because it's like you. You seem like yourself, but you also seem immersed in hip hop and like a lot of things are like brown people like. But it doesn't seem like you're trying to be something you're not. Like I said, appreciate, not appropriate. Yeah, I can tell exactly. that James appreciates hip hop culture. Exactly. He's not trying to be hip hop. Do you know? He's not. He ain't got no nine in his pants trying to go out here and shoot nobody. He ain't got no, like, he ain't talking about, like, oh, I'm about to go out here, and hit, you know, trying to be, like, he's, like, about that life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's a good example. Like, for real, the shirt that I'm wearing, this is what I wore in eighth grade. This shirt <laughs> is from eighth grade. It's, I'm not trying to be someone else. People in in high school and shit would say, oh, yeah, James, you must listen to ACDC, right? And I'd say, no, I... Right now, I'm listening to Lloyd Banks. It's that's what I enjoy. I fucking love rap music. It's right. it's the bet. I believe it's the bet the greatest art form because of how it changes so often. And it's it's like Batman. Batman is still cultural. It's still culturally relevant because Batman changes with the time. So hip hop. If you were to listen to the first stuff in rap music, it's not what it was before as it is now it's i don't know i love rap music and yeah i appreciate it i don't appropriate it no and i think you are a perfect example of that because i've never seen you as someone trying to take on something like you know what i'm saying yeah you're a perfect example of that so thank (laughs) you because i actually didn't even think about that yeah i think that is a perfect example it's just like like i i just always say appreciate don't appropriate and I also found this list. Um, I think it would be fun to share this. It was like seven things you might not realize are cultural appropriation that are on here. And it says, number one, authentic, authentic food and appropriation. So basically, you know how like, especially in Chicago, when you see all this gentrifying and shit and all these sushi burritos and it'd be like you know that's that's one way it's like you know damn well you don't know nothing about this food like you're just doing this because you know this is what people in this area would eat the hipsters or whatever whatever um number two using a black scent which 
happens to and me pe- a mm. lot. And it's so funny too because people be like, you can't like, okay, in one instance, I get it. Like people, some people have thought like, people have told me like I talk like white or whatever. And I'm just like, that's fucking ignorant. But uh, I don't know, something, okay. See, I don't even know. You don't have to I don't know if this is I don't know if this is hypocritical though. Because some people think I talk white, which is like dumb because I just speak proper. And I don't know why people associate speaking properly as being white, yeah. But at the same time, I do get offended when I see people like putting on a black scent. And I don't know like that's what I'm saying. People do it for me all the time, and it annoys me. Like they trying legit, to relate to you by and putting, I'm like, yeah. This like I'm like first of all, like you see how you just switch that on. This not I'm not doing that. Like this is mm-hmm. this is me. Like I ain't I'm not I ain't, ain't no black. This is just I'm just talking. Like so the first of all, the fact that you felt the need to switch, which we do need to have an episode about code switching. We definitely do. We definitely because I be doing do. some code switching. I mean, it's you have to for survival, low key. If you're a person of color, you have to. Um, Corwin and I talked about that a little bit on this movie's day. Mm. Oh, I want to listen to that. Yeah, because the thing about code switching is it can go from like sexual orientation to like color. Because like, mm. oh yeah, that's and another episode. And it's so hard. It's so hard because it's like. It's almost like minorities and like white people have two different ways of like living. It's almost like minorities are kind of forced to do this to survive. Minority, whether that's your race or minority, whether you belong in some type of subcategory, like being a part of the LGBT community. It's like we always have to do these things to adapt. Mm -hmm. But it's like for white people, you don't have to do that and you're still going to be accepted. So like, I don't know. It's like such a complex topic to tackle when you think about it because i also understand them wanting to do that to relate to us so you know you don't like like james just said you don't have to do that to relate to no like you don't have what's up no you could just talk to me regular and i'm on this is the way i talk pj Mm -hmm. talks like you don't have to like black sense are still annoying but i'm just saying like the behind it like i can kind of see like maybe like they think it'll just make you feel more comfortable so they do it it's just weird i don't know don't worry about i get uh i guess i'm just looking at it like just be you yeah just be you don't do that because that's gonna piss me off more you try to do like the men or like when i don't know when people are talking because i remember like coming to college is when i first got the the line oh you're sassy and i'm like no i'm not sassy i just like when y'all say dumb shit i'm gonna say why it's dumb back to you <laughs> like that's not me being sassy that's me being real and like i don't know oh i just don't tone and the way people talk like especially when it comes to black people really bothers me because like i think people like i'm not dumb i ain't dumb i just talk like this bitch i'm actually one of the smartest motherfuckers you probably ever meet like period i know that's right you know what i'm saying so like just just stop playing stop playing um number three chopsticks in hair as a celebration of asian culture i ain't got no hair so i won't do that but <laughs> i remember wanting to do that before and the bre- and thinking about it being perceived the wrong way and not doing mm. it and See? i was young yeah i remember seeing it on like lizzie mcguire or something like that and i was like oh that that's really right. cool and i literally remember wanting to do it and not feeling comfortable and it's See? so crazy that at like 10 i could like I could, oh, I could, wow. I could think about some shit like that. See, ask yourself these questions. Like, even as people of color, we can still appropriate as well. Like, yep. we really can. Let's see. For number four, it is 
Bendy's headdresses and other music festival trends. So basically, mm. when you go to Coachella and Lila and you see people got All on. I know is them Indian hair wraps. Now, I don't want to see nobody, no white people in America doing that. I don't want to see anybody who is a Native American or Native doing that Honestly, shit in America. Honestly, true, true. Because it's so horrible what happened to them that like... That's why I don't understand why Nick Cannon went in hair are we talking about the same thing with Nick Cannon? Oh, I'm thinking around? about ones with feathers and shit. Oh, right, 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 right. Even okay. though I do get um, dream catchers. I don't know if that's, is that appropriation? I mean, because not, I can, not if you, have you now. Yes, have I've you looked, looked in, Okay, yes. what, like, you I've know why in, you got it. I've and, looked into okay. dream catchers. I looked into them a long ass time ago, so I can't exactly remember everything. Right. But I remember you like. Look, I feel like that's also knowing you and your spirit and, <laughs> you know, dream catchers <laughs> does seem like something and you would be into. And I actually do have nightmares, so I'd be thinking like, maybe these dream catchers aren't actually working because I have a, a lot of terrifying dreams, but that's a whole other subject. No, I don't think that's appropriate. Okay. No, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's not. I don't think so. Because they are decorative, but then I also like think about the spiritual spirituality yeah. of them. And that's and, what like, I'm saying. I know you into that stuff, so yeah. I don't and I know you would have done your research, so I don't think no. Whereas like okay. if you just if you would have just been like, I got one because it's cute, I'd be like, okay, baby. <laughs> right. But it would also be interesting if a person like didn't realize something was of another culture and took it because it looked beautiful. Cause that could be a thing too. Maybe you didn't even realize it was like of another culture and you're just like, This is cute. Like, you know? That's the thing, too. Mm, Am I giving too much leeway? No, it's one of those things where it's also like... White people, you got to realize everything around you is from somebody else's culture. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... You know what I'm saying? It's like... At least half the time. Because white people invented a lot of shit, too. They did. But it's like, you know, from their favorite practice, i.e. yoga, to... You know that's true. Now you know what Even I'm though saying. I know yoga. I've been knowing that yoga comes from like another country, but that is something that like. Even I can personally say, like, I haven't looked enough into, like, the actual history of it while I'm practicing that shit and, and wanting the to be a people, yogi one day. And the reason people in their feelings about it is because I think, now I don't know my history, but I'm pretty sure the British ban yoga in india wow. at one point and so like i think wow now i, I gotta do my research don't don't quote me but like okay. um i think that's why and like when it got commercialized people's like what the fuck you mean to tell me we can't do that show? that's crazy because yoga is definitely popping these days pa bing and when you think about it when you associate yoga who do you see Owning the businesses for yoga. White folks. Yeah. That's and that's the interesting part about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even I'm not even um I can't I'm sure it's from some Indian culture. I'm not sure which. Sam, I don't know my origins that I well could either. be incorrect. Maybe it's not from India, maybe it's from like some other place, but I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's from India, I think. Um and can you imagine being Indian and seeing all these people owning businesses? And it's like, I wonder, like, do they ever acknowledge, like, the origins as Ooh, far I as, like, what? I never thought about that. Because when I look at yoga websites, I don't see a lot of, like, references to um, appreciation, appreciating the original, like, hmm. people who created it. So that's one example of in itself, like, a huge one at that. That's true. I never thought about that like that. I haven't either. And now I kind of feel guilty. I did yoga the other day. And it's I like, mean, you know. do I really, have I really, like, actually done my research and, like, I mean, not that's why I'm to going through this most. list so you can always yeah. know. We're all guilty like, of a little something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. You ain't. You can't say you ain't. You can't. 
if you celebrated a Cinco de Mayo before a St. Patty's Day, getting drunk, doing damn well, and you I'm, ain't no damn um Irish. And when you actually think about what the Irish went through, even though it's kind of fucked up, because like now, I don't know my St. Patrick's Day history. I had a class. I had a class on it, so I actually learned a lot about like the fi- famine and everything that went on in Ireland, mm. and them coming here and basically being treated almost just like every other. Um, person of color they came over here but of course eventually they got their white passage and then they almost they almost started jumping in with the white people and putting the other people of color down so it's kind of weird how that worked mm. initially when they came over they were treated as less than just like the rest of our asses they were seen as different the Irish mm. yep um, but then of course they kind of and and it, it's an age old tale when you're oppressed and you kind of get a little bit of power you start to oppress others it's just a cycle um but True. i mean yeah everybody has a story all these different people who came over here has a st- have a story oh i'm sorry i'm reading this oh no you're fine james Hab- now i'm curious what's it about it says the british government went so far as to ban wandering yogis and tried to promote more accept acceptable religious practices among indians namely meditative hinduism common among the educated and upper classes these policies were supported by wealthier indians who hoped for reconciliation is it reconciliation reconciliation i think it's reconciliation Reconciliation with british rule and found traditional hatha yogis disturbing at best so i was right pretty much yeah the british banned it and then now they want to make it all mainstream and shit feeling away uh number five looks that borrow black hairstyles so pretty much anything braids you know my thing too i noticed the trend now you know the colored hair now you know back in the day mm-hmm. bitches been doing colored hair but soon as other it's trendy it's edgy bitch quanta had blue hair since forever like fuck you mean like man maybe get on my nerve Yep. Oh, six, another important one, which this is what I'm talking about. If you went to college, you are guilty of this. Themed parties that ex- that's, uh, exoticize other cultures. So if you've been mm. to a Cinco de Mayo party or like a... <gasps> Ooh. Dana, we've definitely did this. When? Dana, remember the Cowboys and Indian party? Ooh, Ooh. that's really bad. Dana... That's actually Did really. Going down? That's actually really bad. Oh, what? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you've been to college, you've definitely you you know better now. That's what I was saying. That's all I can say. I know better yep. now because now that I think about it too, I'm like, oh yeah. I'm trying to think. Did we have any other? There were no other themed parties around. Co- it was only. I the, think that was that was the only the one. Cowboys and Indians one. That was guilty. Yeah, guilty as fuck. But I never dressed up. If you want to be real, I never dressed up, but I did go and drink. But I never dressed up because I'm like, I'm not wearing no cowboy hat because I'm hot. And I'm not being no Indian because I'm like, I don't want to do that either. Yeah, I think I was always a cowboy. Which seems more acceptable than an Indian. Right. Because a cowboy is just like... A cowboy is just like like an occupation. It's more of an occupation than a cultural thing, I think. Right? That's a good question. 
like a cowboy like you just Cause yeah they not like a you work culture. on a farm well they a co- mm. nah it ain't no fucking culture that's not like co- saying like you're a factory you're a union worker okay boom like okay, you're a union you're worker like that's like saying. an I occupation that. not really a I don't think I ever dressed up as an Indian though that just I don't know why you know somebody I'm not gonna say their name mm. somebody dressed up as like an in like a Middle Eastern Indian with like a towel and a dot on his forehead wow I you know, know who, who it is too. I want to know who this is after this podcast. Well, like you know finishes. who it is. Um, honoring other cultures through stereotypic depictions of them. So I'm guessing like that one. That's an interesting one. See again, having stereotypical characters, I can see in like comedies it being funny. Oh, I get what they're saying. So like, I oh okay. So would like Bon Quiqui be one? Do you know who that is? From Mad TV or something? Yeah. That's called, because ain't that a white woman just like. Oh, wait. Who's, I'm thinking of like. You're thinking Bonifa. Yeah. No, Bonifa, that's Deborah Wilson, black woman. Who's Bon Quiqui? Bon Quiqui was, I will cut him. Was that on like Saturday Night Live? No, that was Mad TV. See, I feel like, oh, it's so sticky because I get the. Co- Okay, I get that it's for comedy. The only thing that makes it bad is that in general society, we're not equal. That's the only thing that makes it worse than it actually would be. Like, if everything was equal, or at least, like, fucking, fucking, like, close to damn near, like, it it wouldn't be a big deal. It's just there's always going to be people who are offended because it's just like, damn, like, we're still trying to catch up to what you guys fucking got and how what you guys where you guys are at in society. And so when you pick at us or you make these little jokes, it still like hurts. So I think that's like the only thing that makes like just appropriate. cultural appropriation a real thing is that fact in itself. Honestly, see, I don't. Mm, I'm gonna agree with you, but I'm also dis- like I agree that equality is definitely what is needed, but I'm gonna disagree because. It's just like, I don't know. I'm just thinking about it in like the short, like common sense. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to take, a, you don't have to be another culture to appreciate them. Like, yeah, I don't like, I don't have to raise aware. I don't have to be, pretend to be a Latino man to raise awareness about the unfairness that is going on between, that's going on toward Latin men in their community. I don't need mm-hmm. to do that. I don't need to, I don't need to, you know, I don't need to put on a show for that. I can just do that as me. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that bothers me with appropriation. Like, you don't do your research enough. Like, and like, I ain't saying like, oh, if you did your research, it still would be okay for you to wear dreads. Because honestly, I just feel like if you're a white person, you shouldn't be wearing dreads. I period. used to feel like that, but I don't anymore. Because mm. I, I, could, I, I, I actually do agree with people who say like, one race or one culture can't shouldn't like own a hairstyle so i i can say like okay fuck it you want to wear a dress because you think it's like appealing like but i guess my thing is i guess i'm getting lost with that because like if we looking at like if we looking at like locks locks yeah like how they are made like the reason our hair does that is because our hair is our hair is made to but do that i get that but then you know I, what I'm saying? I still like straightening my hair and mm-hmm. okay i guess technically my hair is still made to do it because i mean i still have to use a tool to manipulate it and they're still using tools to manipulate theirs you know what i mean so but that's the, why no I, it's just dirt that's what i'm saying it's, like, it's just dirt 
Like, because have you ever, like, seen a video where they cut into a person's dreads, a white person's dreads? It's, like, moldy hair in there. Ew. Because, yeah, because it's, like, that's, they literally have to let their hair just, just, um, just. That sounds gross. Dirt. Like, just. So do I don't they even wash know. it? I no. No, you don't do. For white people to grow dreads, they literally just say, hair, I don't know you anymore today. Like for you, I'm like, I know it's like, I know you just like, no, that's not it. No, like you just don't. Cause think about like their texture. It's like, it's silky. Like it's not going to ever matte. Like, or like even when my hair cut off, like right now, you can still feel that, that, that brittiness of it. You know what I'm saying? Where it's made like, up a word, pretty. Is, is, is I that feel you. Word? It might be. Shit, it might be. No, no, no. But I like, uh, whereas like there's like, they literally just say, I'm never touching my hair again this day. Like, no washing, no water, no nothing. Because they literally just have to let their hair accumulate. That's how their hair holds together is the dirt. So it sounds that's, like a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, that That literally is, like, not made for you. Whereas, like, because I had this dumbass white gay ask me, well, isn't it appropriate when girls get weave? No, because they not, they just putting this hair in their hair. They not saying they're an Asian woman. They're not saying they're but Middle then Eastern people, woman. But then people putting in dreads aren't saying they're like black. They're just liking the dread hairstyle. And That's it too advocate. or whatever. I guess my thing is just like. Maybe you feel like. It's um, also one of those things because of like the name too. Like they're not dreads. Yeah. They're locks. And the reason they're called dreads is because people like you call them that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like. People like you also made fun of it, but now you just want to wear it. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I get it. Um, but the whole weave thing—that's not. It goes back to what you were saying. Some women have to wear weave in order to assimilate. Some women have to buy bundles in order to go to work because they can't wear their natural heard, hair. I was about to say you I know? definitely heard people saying in their workplace they felt like when they wore their afro that they were like treated differently and like mm, people really? were asked people i've even heard somebody say that when they were their afro their boss told them like why didn't you do your hair today <laughs> they literally said their boss like made them feel like they literally came to work raggedy like they didn't do their hair i could imagine as a black woman I, and, and i'm glad i never felt like that at work but that's shitty and if you do we going up there oh i would quit i would definitely quit I, could you imagine? I mean, you could. You a black woman. I couldn't imagine as a black woman. I done been busting my ass to you. Like, did you do your hair? Yeah. I, uh, did you do yours? The fuck? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy to be looked at a certain way for wearing your hair naturally. I would legit flip. Yeah. I would legit flip. Like that would be the like. What is that? The what is that? The the a cherry on the cherry on top. Cherry on top of the, the cream cake. Whatever. But <laughs> cream cake? Wait, what? The whatever cherry on top of the cream cake, whatever. What the fuck? fuck? <laughs> You're funny. Like, oh my god! No, somebody told you that I would stab them. <laughs> no, like for real, like literally, my cousins. Um, oh my god! My cousin, I think, I think they're his, his ex-wife or whatever told me that. Yeah. Somebody, did you do your hair today, <laughs> bitch? Yes, and I got the kids ready for school. And I put my husband's stuff on. Literally, And I much. paid these bills. What the fuck did your pale ass do today? Ooh, I just got mad. I just, wow. I'm glad that, I'm just Dana. glad this never happened to me because I don't know how I would react. Like, and I, whatever decision you make, just know I will be backing you 100%. <laughs> like, for real, wow. When I say that would legit break me, mm. 
It is very rude. It's like wow. there's nothing wrong with my hair. Like no, this is my hair. Like, like, oh my goodness. So, so we talked about it in uh, fashion. We talked about body image, um, movies, and all that as well. What did we go? I mean, I don't know how movies. I remember like there have been a few roles like um what's That's that movie so what's that movie with Audrey Hepburn there was a guy playing there was a white man playing an Asian character Breakfast at Tiffany's really I never knew that she has like an upstairs neighbor who's like an Asian guy and there's a white man playing his character so you see it in movies where like they can't even bother to hire you actually see it in modeling too they will darken the skin of like brown women but like mixed brown women Selena. who are a little bit lighter they'll they'll darken their skin instead of just hiring an actual brown skinned woman it's just mm. like just hire a fucking actual black ass woman so question for you though with like there's two instances in particular like how do you feel? Because, like, I don't know. Because at first I was pissed, but then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, well, she is. Like, so, you know, Zoe Zaldana played Nina Simone. No, not for it. And I love and, Zoe uh, Saldana. I think she's talented. But that shit, I don't respect. You know what got me? It's the prosthetic nose and the blacking of the skin. Exactly. I was just like. But then I you didn't get that mad because she's a black act- woman, though. No, but she's she's Spanish, too. She's mixed. Yeah. She's mixed. And that's another thing people all often talk about is the erasure of actual black people and them well, being replaced you're right, you're with right. mi- like mixed people is the new like black. But it's like they're not black. They're mixed. Like you're both. Yeah. Like if you're actually like black, you're just black. Like that's a whole other topic because you have some people who think that mixed people should be in a separate group than like like black people mm. like people who like you look at them and you know they're black and i'm they, starting to they agree should. with that they i'm starting should. to agree with that you know i don't even fuck with light-skinned people no i'm something <laughs> but they'd be like you hate light-skinned people no i don't i just don't really fuck with y'all like that but then so how do you what about um what so i don't i don't like that i get that like as an act as an actor you take oh, on oh this is it this is oh he was a oh that's bad Oh, that's bad. Is that the guy from Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah, that's bad. He was like white, white. He was white, and he played an he was played an Asian ass character. Did the Asian accent? They like kind of did his that makeup. That happened again the other year with um Emma Stone. Do y'all remember that movie? Um, apparently Emma Stone was supposed to be playing a a, a Hawaiian person. Hmm, that's weird because she doesn't look Hawaiian at she all. She is pale as a a, paper, a piece of paper. And I'm like, how the fuck is this bitch playing Hawaiian? They said that's what she was supposed to be. And I was like... Why would y'all... And that's the... You could just get a Hawaiian... Like, why do you have... And I get acting, you're supposed to transform. But like, that's some other... That's on some that's, other that's shit. That's different. That's like that's not, different. That's like not giving somebody an opportunity to actually like... I don't know. That's confusing. Like, I can be any kind of man... You know what I'm saying? But I can't be a Latino man or an Asian man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's different kind of acting. It's like they'll get white people to play other cultures, but they'll never get a black person to play, like, white. Like, but you'll definitely get, like, a white person to play, like, a brown person of some sort. So how do you feel about, have you seen Selena? Yeah. So you know the Latino community was mad at Jennifer Lopez because she wasn't, she was because she's Puerto Rican and not is Mexican. Is that what it is? Yeah, she's yeah, Puerto okay. Rican and not Mexican. I can still see. I can still see the anger towards that. Yeah, I can. I can. I can. I think that's kind of justified. Ooh, colorism. That's another. Ooh, that's a whole so other many subject. topics. 
I'm like, oh, colorism, that's a whole nother episode. That is a whole nother episode. But I will say I, I'm a... L- no, because that's the same difference as Nina Small. I was about to say I'm at least glad it was technically a person of color, even though I, I was just even about though J Lo's a yeah. white, she has white skin, so it's kind of different. Yeah. Um, and I was about to say, and yeah, that's Selena the same had thing. like white skin too, but like, but so I'm like, mm, if I don't accept Zoe Saldana playing Nina Simone and she's a person of color and a darker skin, then like J Lo is literally the same shit. So, nah. Yeah, I. I mean, I get it in terms of maybe like looks and like body yeah. t- body type and like maybe them still wanting a person of like a a Latin Hispanic or whatever type of like culture. The, the Latin descent, yeah. Like I kind of they were yeah they was pressed. I was about to say at least she didn't have to they didn't have to fake her skin tone like and fake her fucking yeah because Zoe on on some real shit Zoe shouldn't have took that role when they would have been like we're gonna darken your skin I would have been like it wasn't Sorry, Nina Simone no. ha, ha, has had a, a, a more fuller body and stuff too I don't know about oh, her physically okay. I, I do she know she was body. dark she was a dark woman and then I mean and Zoe Zaldana is is a pretty fairer I say she's like brown she's like brown, light light brown yeah and I, and I remember people saying like Nina Simone like her battle as a brown skinned girl dark brown skinned girl was very important for her so it was kind of like a slap in the face for them to like use somebody else of a of a lighter skin tone to like play her and I was yeah. like damn that's fucked up I still ain't seen it I probably won't I'm not watching that shit yeah, I'm probably won't watch that movie I'm not watching it so um so I'm guessing so I'm guessing. So I guess ways to avoid cultural appropriation. So we cover what it is, how it's fucked up. If you know you... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you know you want to borrow something beautiful from another culture, country, whatever the case may be, at least do 10 minutes of Googling to like actually like know what the fuck it is, what it means. Like, mm. so if somebody of that culture comes up to you and asks you about it or talks to you about it, you should at least know a couple of facts or a couple of a historic mm-hmm. things to say about it because that you have to remember what you're doing means something to somebody else and it might be very valuable to them. And you want to respect that. It's, literally, it's just a respect thing. That's, if you inv- yes. if you invented something and somebody just ran around and with it, would you at least want to want them to ac- at least acknowledge like that you created it because it was something important to you that you that you made? Wouldn't you at least want somebody to acknowledge that and know that? It's as simple as that. Like, do t- five minutes of fucking googling. It doesn't take that long to read a few web pages about what what something means. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not save your ass. Yeah, and. I think it's just always important to know, like, yes, some things you might not fully comprehend, especially if you're a person of privilege. But just know that, like, things feel like cultural appropriation only because certain people had to fight to be who they are. Mm-hmm. And for some for somebody else who's in the majority to just come to, and just say this to just take snatch it, and for it know? to then be accepted. Yeah. For it to be accepted on somebody else, but not be good enough when you, your culture, the creators of it for it to not be good enough for you but to be good enough for somebody else realize that that hurts like because when i read about sarah bartman i understood now i ain't gonna say black women's frustration with white women and everything but like i get it like y'all used to be put on like straight up display straight up but like now white bitches out here literally like Girl, I'm trying to get my ass fed. And I'm like, that's crazy. 
Bitches like we're considered a freak show. That shit crazy. I'm just saying that's yeah. crazy. It's just it's just like a, it's just about awareness. Like I don't even want to make it like this huge deep thing, but it's a literally just awareness and to actually pay attention to like other people in other countries and this and that like nobody's perfect mm-hmm. i get that we all have our things that we probably would have we we've probably done but it's just that desire to learn about things that you're adapting or using um yeah i was just gonna say stay away from theme parties especially involving the culture you're not going to no more uh saint patrick's day no more Cinco de Mayo. And if you do go, okay, at least be smart about it. At least know what they fought for. Like, I can't even, like, knock people, like, getting into... I mean, even though it's it's so baked into our our, our, our country right now that it's so hard to stray away from things like that. Mm-hmm. But if you can at least, like, learn about the shit you're mm-hmm. celebrating, like... And it does take conscious reminders to do that. But if you can at least learn yeah. and, like... At least when you go out, you actually know that it means something. Mm-hmm. I mean, and see, you know, well, me personally, I know I just wouldn't go because I know nine times out of ten, the person hosting, they don't know what the fuck they hosting I mean, that party that's for. That's true. No, like nine times, so I'm like, I'm not, I ain't even gonna do that. That's very true. Um, I was gonna say yes, and then also ask questions. Like, for real, ask questions. Like, mm-hmm. talk to people. This is why if you converse, you learn about shit like this. Yep. You have to talk to people. And, like, for real, ask just somebody, like, is this right? Like, is this, like... Yep. I would I would much rather a person come up to me and be like, sorry, did I offend you? Like, come up to me and be like, I'll be exactly. like, I'll be like, no. That's I'll be like, very- you know, yeah. That was kind of offensive. That's very, to me, that's very beautiful because it shows you care. Yeah. You care enough to like ask and like speak up. And I know some black people or brown people might think like, oh, it's not my job to teach you. And in certain ways I can get that because there's certain like underlying things that are so consistent. It's like you should kind of know this by now or Google it. Excuse me. But definitely ask, especially if you have someone close to you who's a person of color. Like... That that genuinely means a lot to me mm-hmm. because, well, like I said, it shows you actually care. You give a fuck to right. ask. And so I think some people are afraid to ask because they think that's going to be offensive. No, what's more offensive do is, is just doing some dumb shit. Duh. Duh. Like, oh, my God. Like, how you don't understand that? Just like, just ask. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but now yeah. what Ronnie say, closed legs don't get fed. And I was like, Mah! Mm-mm, that's not the right saying. <laughs> um, Who's Ronnie from, from Players Jersey Club? Shore? From Players oh. Club. <gasps> Danny, you ain't never seen Players Club. I seen Players Club. Oh, I about to say. Oh my god. We talked about this before. This is for Ebony. This is for me. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been a long time, but I've definitely seen it. You know, we got to do our top five hood classics because that's Ooh, number one. That's a good one. That's number one. Maybe next episode we'll have to plan for that. Yeah. But overall, don't appropriate, appreciate. Be like our friend James. Know your shit, but know your shit. Know who you are, even when you're immersed in in, in something that might have been started by another culture. Like, mm-hmm. that's okay. Like, yes, you should. I have a friend, um, Blanca, who's Mexican, and he loves, like, Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. But he's still Mexican. He's still, he's still 
does his normal fucking shit that's a part of his mexican culture and he still appreciates and research he's even been to japan to like oh, teach people english he but he, japan, i've never yo. seen him i've never there's not been one time where i felt like he was trying to adopt somebody else's culture it was just always a strong love and appreciation mm-hmm. and awareness about it it's so to me it seems easy because i see so many people who know how to do that that's so why eminem made it hard. this long because eminem pays respect to people you know yeah. and like now act like i don't know self. yeah like i don't know his discography like from head to toe but like i've never heard that man say the n-word he probably has you i'm not so no okay i'm surprised i can imagine that's him. what i'm like james would know because you know james is stan Oh, okay. But I was going to say, because I've never heard him say the N-word. Never. Like, I've ne- he done said every single word but that one. You know what I'm saying? He always, he also like. And he like, still got his little props from the black community, from a you lot know, of people in the music industry. Bruno's he, another one I think does it right, too. Bruno? Because he pays. And you know that's controversial, because some people will say Bruno. I know. Some people say. But I never saw that either, because it doesn't yeah. seem like he's actively trying to be black or something. No, he just But you like, can tell he loves it. Like, I feel like he, he loves the culture. Like, low-key, but Bruno music, it ain't even like, it got culture, like, it got that black swag in it. But it's more of like a vibe. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I guess, oh. Mm. It's so funny, because I've heard people, I've watched, like, this thing called Grapevine mm. on YouTube, and they literally, like, it's like a, a round table of, like, black people discussing if he's cultural appropriating. Yeah. But I think he even has acknowledged who his inspiration was exactly. by. Exactly, yeah. He never tried to take act like that music style was his own. Like, I don't see him as somebody trying to represent himself as something else. Right. So. And that's why, like, I, that's what I'm saying. I know some people don't like him. But I'm like, oh, no, I fucks with Bruno. Yeah, me too. You know, just do your research. And like I said, appreciate, don't appropriate. It ain't that hard. It's really not. Just, just like it to like it. Don't try. You don't have to be me to respect me. Damn. Like you don't, mm-hmm. you, there's only one me and that's only me and I'm going to be me because I'm always going to be me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> huh. So appropriation done. Next. All right. So we got to, do you watch Bob's Burgers? I do. Not I be like, feeling like Linda yeah. sometimes. <laughs> Pass the cranberry sauce. Uh. <laughs> you sound just like her ass. She'd be like, oh, Bobby. <laughs> you sound just like her. Um, so we thought since we're talking about appropriation. No, that ain't that ain't right. I ain't going to leave that in like that. No, no, no. Don't. If it's going to be um, offensive, don't. No, no, no. Um, we're going to talk about our top five music collabs. Because I figured let's end this on a good note. You know, we always we love music and we love good collaborations. You know what I'm saying? Um, speaking of collaborations, you know, what's that song? Um, the Despacito remix. They was calling Justin Bieber the king of Latin music after that. I was like, oh, no, 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 wait. I said, wait. I'm sorry. That's disrespectful. Now, now see, that's another one. That's disrespectful. That's another one. How soon does a white person start doing it now? It's, oh, he the king. The fuck? Like, what? But did you want to go first, Dana, or me? 
Yeah, I'll go first. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. So we're doing, did you announce what our top fives were? Our top five music collaboration. I feel like this doesn't even relate to anything we were talking about. Does no, it? because we were talking about collaborating. And I feel like that's what low key, that's another form of not appropriating, collaborating. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, yes, bring, 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 being able to combine two different things and make it this one cohesive, beautiful I. thing. I like it that both people agree upon and both find like great and and. Uh, Cardi B was the perfect example. She brought hip hop and Latin music together. Yep. Okay. So I have my list. It's not really in order. But fuck it. I feel like sometimes we should have a part two to our top fives. No, because I think that's what I... No. Nah, bitch, know. you got to choose. You got to choose, ho. Okay, fuck <laughs> it. I'll make this my top What's five. You <laughs> I'll make this my top five, even though it's kind of not really my top five because there's no order in particular, but whatever. So number five, Barty or Cardi <gasps> with, uh, <laughs> with Cardi B and 21 Savage. I'm sorry. That beat... They say you basic. I flooded the rolly with diamonds. I flooded the paddock and bracelet. I got your bitches. She naked. Ice Eight. on the cake when I bake Eight. it. I'm such a lazy in the rain. Swap out the dick for the brain. Swap out your bitch for your main. Swap out the check for the fame. I said them Cardi B Cardi A frames, bitch. Hey! Damn, you're really good. They be rapping too fast for me. But that song, like, the beat so hard. and the lyrics and, like, and 21 Savage, like, he, like, he fits so you know I perfect. <laughs> I put hot sauce on the titty. Hey. I don't know what that was about, but I'm I kind of pretty sure she's talking about squirting on her titty. Oh, like because you know semen like is hot. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. I thought he was just being freaky and literally putting <laughs> hot sauce. See, you educated me. I pulled a rubber off and I put hot sauce on it. I pulled the rubber off and I put hot sauce on her That titty. makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's it's clearly it's vulgar. But <laughs> when no one calls a man ejaculating squirting. Well, you, oh, did, oh, that's because what I said. Yeah. I mean, squirt, nut, you know, semental fluid. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that collaboration, like that song is so popping to me. Like the I'm, beat, the I production, the production is so good. Okay. Mm. So that one, um, number four, can I just spend my life with you? I don't know that. <gasps> Tamia, it's by Tamia and Eric Benet. No, I don't know that. It's like this really cute romantic, and and uh, Eric Benet is a Halle Berry's ex husband. Yeah, it's like this very beautiful like romantic song. I do not. Oh, I'm mad. And I don't know it's, that. It's cute. I'm surprised. I'm mad. I'm I, mad. I love Tamia anyway. I think she's underrated. She has pop such a- quiz. Tell me where we first kiss. No, to me, Stranger in My House is my spot. She looks so good. No, I'm about to go listen to them when I leave. She's so talented. Like, if you ever hear her sing live, she has a really pretty voice. Yeah. Mm, Okay. Okay. So that's my number four. Number three is I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Wow. Beyonce and Jay Z, Drunken Love. Wow. This on my list, too. It was on my list. This on my list. Because you can't tell me that song wasn't it. That song was it. When I heard that, Oh, in the beginning, I'd be like, oh, bitch, y'all ready? 
Are y'all ready? <laughs> like it was just cute and they were in love and they were on the beach and they were looking cute and the song is just popping. It was between that and um, Bonnie and Clyde and I just decided to go you with... Know, oh, really? I like the Bonnie and Clyde. I, that's one rap song I actually know like all of the lyrics to. Um, but I thought Drunken Love had to take it because... Oh, that, Drunken Love is... That like, song uh, was just such a fucking bop. Okay, number two, Work, Rihanna and Drake. Okay. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. That's okay. one song. If work comes on, hold my purse, hold my jacket. Like, I'm about to do the most. Mm-hmm. Like, PJ. Mm-hmm. PJ. No, I feel that. I tell feel me that. that song is still to this you, day. You ain't wrong. Not the shit when it comes on you at a bar wrong. or no. a club. Because, like, you see how I just got was like, I just felt that. That, that song I'm like, I felt is it. So... I felt it. I felt it. And like right. Drake, like I'm glad he was in it because you need to get done, 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 done when come, come over. over. Although Drake be killing me with that accent, though, I'll be like, you're not Caribbean. It was just such a good. Is like, he appropriate, ooh, Nikki? I, I that's another person that's I wanted. I forgot to mention Nikki because Nikki, Nikki not Asian. Nikki's not Asian, but yet she loves her. She I think she appropriates Asian culture. That's just me. I need to do more True, research. True, because you never hear her speaking out about Asian culture or bringing any type of acknowledgement. Nikki appropriates Asian it. culture like a motherfucker. Some people say Gwen Stefani was appropriating too. That's very true. That's, <laughs> she literally said that in one of her videos yes. or something. And before the like song started, she Some, was like taking a picture. Yeah. I remember like her saying that at one point. And somebody on Twitter was like, posted a video of Gwen Stefani and it was like our unproblematic white fave. And somebody else retweeted and they was like, oh, besides the part when she had four you know Asian pets and had them always follow her around I was like damn she did you know I was like ooh but Drake would you say he appropriating cause ain't it's possible but I heard it is a Caribbean like but Rihanna's Caribbean so maybe oh right right she's Caribbean so maybe not that is see that's a Nikki is not Asian though. She's Why she not. calling herself Chun Li? She's not. Ooh. Um. And okay. See you. Look. Here we go. Some some possible appropriation I on know. our playlist. And my number one. Ooh. I think the I boy is mine. I'm Brandy Monica. The boy is mine. Like I'm sorry. Like from the music video to just the song uh, itself. Do, 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 do. Like, tell me that was, that song was, no, that was is, a hit. Was and is the shit. Now, did you like part two? It all belongs to me. I did actually like that I song. Like I know you're mad. Can't take no more. We'll Mm-mm-mm. put that back. That ain't yours. I like that. A lot of people did that not fuck with it. belongs to me. A lot of people, I was like, that was good. Okay. No, I thought it was a cute song. I thought it was cute. So did you like my playlist? I did. Okay. No, I did. I want to hear did. yours. I want to hear yours. Okay. Okay. You ready? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so number five, I got the Touch It remix. That crossed my mind. Hey, I ain't going to lie. That remix was fab with it because... He had a remix. It was one with Mary J. Blige, Rod Digger, Lloyd Banks, Papoose, Missy. That crossed my mind. That shit was hot. And Mary came. Mary said, now you know who's really the queen delivering the mail? 730,000 first week of my sales. I said, Mary got bars. Y'all better stop playing with Mary, okay? It's Mary J. Blige. But no, I did love the Touch of Remix. Then it, 
I, and then versions of it kept releasing. Like, I remember Neo was on one version. What? Yeah. I don't remember that. And he was like, I guess people, like, it was one of those things where people kept recording their own. Remember how when Drake did Marvin's Room and everybody was recording yeah. their own response to that? Yep. It was kind of one of those, I think it was one of those things before, like, that was a thing. Yep. You know. Um, Makes sense. Number four. Go upstairs. Pack your bag. Because you busted. Why you at it? Busted. Call a cab. Because you busted. It's obvious. Busted. You playing around. Because you busted. Go upstairs and get your... Shh. And get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> now, she said, me and some girlfriends. Yeah. We were dancing. Who? Me, Shaniqua, Shaquan, and Robin. Well, if y'all <laughs> went dancing, then how... I don't even remember the word. That's my... That is my song. No, I, it is. You know, that's J.S., the one who sing. Mm-hmm. Come and get a scoop of my Already know. No, that was a good collab. Already knowing. Number three. Drunk in love. That was my hey. number three. Too. Wait, was Wait. that my number three? Usual two, I think, right? Yeah, that was my number three. Ah! That's funny. Surfboard. Surfboard. Graining on that wood. Graining gang. Oh, wow. I saw Beyonce live. Oh, my God. Y'all, I saw Beyonce live. Like, I didn't think. The first time I saw her for free live. Wow. Wow. Who you friends with? And can I be. I um, never told you that story. About how I got to see her for free, the on the run tour for free the first time. Me and <laughs> me and Alana was outside just walking around, and this guy came out to us. He was like, You want tickets? So, you know, we had scalpers like following us that entire night. We like, okay, how much you want them for? He was like, actually, you can have them for free. We was like, what the fuck you mean you can have them like, for free? Like these ain't gonna get us in. But he was saying they actually get you in. I think it was they were boyfriends and his boyfriend just had open heart surgery and the concert from the the sound and bass from the concert was like messing up his chest. Mm. So he literally could not sit through that or like he could have died or like had like, you know, some going on. Yeah. And we took the motherfucking sense. tickets and we went in there. So I don't got to see B twice. Surfboard. Lucky motherfucker. Number two, I had to put this in. Motherfucking monster. That was on my list too initially until now, James, I redid it. I know it. you know that song, Monster. Because that's what a motherfucking monster do. With Rick Ross, Jay Z, Nicki, and Kanye. This was literally on James. my list. <gasps> no, no, you have to listen. No, this is probably one of the best. You just you. How many names did you give? It's it's Jay Z, Kanye. No, no, James. Jay Z, Kanye, Rick Ross, Nicki Minaj, and Bon 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 Iver, Bon Iver, Bon. Two that, people I, I don't know, and then three people. Who are, who you all know? Uh, I mean Rick Ross, I've heard of songs. Yeah. And then the last person. No, James, you have to listen. No, please listen to this song today. Please, no, Monster is not like. It was on my list, but I took it off. Can you tell him Monster is like? It is a pretty good song. Monster like, is Nikki's like one verse, of those songs. Nicki's Honestly, verse was really good. That is the best verse of Nicki Minaj's career. No, on uh, the Lonely Island. What? The Creep. The Have cre- you heard that song? Shut up, James. That, that ain't really not- good. I know that damn song, but that's not her best verse. That is not her best verse. No monster. No monster. Like I ain't gonna lie. After I heard Monster, I was like, Loki. She kind of is the queen of rap right now. Mm-hmm. When I heard Monster, I was like, That's queen of rap. That, that I thought someone was knocking on the door. Oh, you got paranoid. <laughs> but 
I had that put that as number two because that is a song. Monster, damn, Nikki went hard. Nikki went hard, you know. And number one, The Boy Is Mine. The Boy Is Mine is my number one as well, Dana. I, yeah, your face, you ugly. You ain't realize what I said. The, the boy, boy is mine. Is mine. You do the, the, I, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That was just one shit. of it's the shit. I would love another. If somebody was to do that today, who would you like another R&B female? Nobody. Co- Nobody. Ooh, that was a good collab too. And who can love you like? So you know that was the same woman who sang, live your dreams. It's not as hard as it may seem. You be coming through with you the phone You gotta work facts. to get the cream. Because I did not know that. Why can you not find that song anywhere? You can't find that fucking song on nowhere but YouTube. I'm so mad. It must have been recorded like just for the movie then maybe. It had to be. Man. Okay, honorable mentions. I had to put, um, what was the song? Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. <gasps> that was on my list too, and I took it off and you replaced sh- no, you it. You should have put that. You should have put because I'm not a fan. That's a hit. That's a hit. When you <gasps> believe. Oh my God! One of my honorable mentions. I forgot. Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. Scream. Scream. That was on my list oh too. Oh my God. How did I forget that fuck? And that's my favorite. That PJ, is my favorite Michael Jackson PJ, video ever. PJ, that was on my list and I took that one off too. Oh my it's God. It's just so many good collaborations that it's hard. Oh, and then when I think of Janet Jackson, I think of, gonna make, gonna make, gonna make your body wet, wet. Now I know you know that song, Dana. Your body screaming. Oh, I was about to say. With Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes, his flow on that song. You know. Like, it was, that was a good one. I used to listen to his flow back in the day. I'm like, no, Busta was, Busta was that nigga. Busta bars. He did. Another collaboration I forgot. I think, not forgot, but another one of my favorites, Lose Control. Sierra and Missy. That's a good one. That is one of my favorite collaborations ever. Like that's a good one. That's one of those songs where, like, no matter where I'm at, I'm gonna hear it and I'm gonna be like, okay, y'all, y'all ready? Like this, that shit. Like, it's one of those songs that's low key never gonna go out of style. Everybody here, get it out of control. Get your backs off the wall. Oh my god, another collaboration. How did I forget this? This was the first raps. Now, James. This was the first rap song I ever learned, like ever. Trick Daddy and Trina. Ooh. Do you know them? I know Trick Daddy. I'm not sure if I know the song. Oh, uh, it's called, so it's called Nan. That's the edited version, but now it's you called Nan, Nan Nigga. But this was the first rap song I ever learned. I remember I'll my put mama. put that on my Apple Music. Please do it. My mama learned, and I learned the words. My mama's like, if you sing that song again, I will beat your ass. Because like, the the song is just terrible. That was the very first wow. Trina taught me my bar. Trina and Trick Daddy taught me my bars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, what's the name of that? www.thug.com. That's the name of the album. <laughs> you know what we forgot? I wanna li- 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 lick you from your head to your toes, and I wanna wow. move from your head down to your down to the, to the toes, and I wanna. <laughs> You make so good, I don't want to leave. But, but I got to know what whoops your fences. See, we should have did collaborations by genres. Because you know what just popped in my head? Only thing that keeps me up. 
when I'm feeling down. I, I don't know, know about you, you, but I got to keep minds around. Because I don't look, I don't search, and it's hard to find another shorty like, like mine. Shorty Baby, like yes, mine. Addicted to... Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's so many good collaborations. Beyonce and Gaga. I enjoy video phone. Yeah, that was a good one. I even liked um Hello, Hello, Baby. Telephone. Oh yeah, telephone, telephone was, a was hit. really good. Telephone was a hit. Um, we can go for a date. What about Mimi at the South Side? Me need in and Lloyd and Ashanti. I don't know that song. <gasps> you know what? Now you know what we did forget about. No matter what I do. That crossed my mind, but I was like, eh. No, on some real shit. That's one of the best. Colla- no, I think I'm going to have to take something off and put that on my. <laughs> Nelly and Kelly. Because that came to mind, but I was like, if I heard it now, like, nah, I would probably jam to it People now. still sample that. Sh- no, we we, did, we didn't do this there's justice. A, no. We didn't a, do this justice. It's because there's a lot. There's it so is. many good songs. Nelly and Kelly. Wow. Nelly and Kelly. Maybe I. Love you uh, and I, me you uh, and I, love you. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. Mimi ain't got no good collab. I mean, though, I guess the remixes you could get. Oh, her um heartbreaker, you got the cause Jay Z was in it. The remix, yeah, yep. That's okay, a, that's a. I actually <gasps> love Wait, that song. Hold on. Can I can I recommend something? What yes. James? What? Episode 19, you revisit this. Episode 29, you revisit collaborations. And just every, like, ninth. Ooh. Because I forget. Because you know what I just thought about? Mama Lied. That crossed my mind, too, PJ. I forgot about that one. There's so many. Now, I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to put Bang Bang in honor of a mission. Bang Bang was real. Bang mm. Bang gets me hype at the gym when I'm doing cardio. Uh, I pushed I that love- one to the nope. side. Nope. <laughs> I, no. Nope. I loved Bang Bang. That crossed my mind, but I was like, nah, not How do you feel about uh girls with Cardi, uh, Rita no. Ora? I ain't gonna lie, that one grew on me. That's kind of that's a bop. If, that's a bop. I w- I would feel too guilty to listen to it after hearing all the like like I won't say I almost say real real queer women. But after hearing all the queer women Yeah, what was the what was the controversy with that? I didn't Because people that up. felt like they were like sexualizing the idea Fake of like gay. Yeah. Mm. Pretty much. Okay. Because none of those women like I guess I don't know if they act actively. If, if now it was, I know Cardi E vagina. I know she I don't does. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was the fact that they don't actively date women or if they don't stand up for the LGBT community. Mm. But people didn't feel like that was an, like a real representation of like the. It was girl. kind of a. I get drunk and I like girls. Yeah. Okay. I think that's okay. what that's what a lot of people felt like. And I don't know if it was that. It probably was a lot of that that made me not really like listen to it that much. Random. But the video was cute. Oh yes, I d- I like that. I remember you- Cardi B like her tongue at some point like. Now I could be your lipstick just for one night. Girl just wanna have fun and have their funds right. I mean, say my name, say my name, say my name. Okay, see, I, I love Belkley's. Almost um, did Drake and um, Drake and uh Trey songs. I just wanna be successful. You like that song? I did not like that song. I love that song. I almost had invented sex on there because that had Drake in it too. You're going to think I invented sex. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. That's we a good can, one. like, go for days. You know what's another favorite collab of mine? Do you know that song, Beat Me 911, with Missy and, uh, Beat Me 911, call me on my cell phone, I'll call you back. See what you're going to tell. That is a good one. That's a really good song. I'm trying to think. Oh, my God, there's so many good. 
I'm trying to think. And I, you know, I love all the Cardi's collab because Finesse was banging. I ain't even gonna know that one song. Um, I need tongue. I need face. I need brain. I didn't know they didn't know that was gonna be that big. They really didn't. Um, side note, I don't know why I just thought about this. You know the song. Ooh, there goes my shirt. That was a good one. I Tweet said because you know the song. Most of everybody says it was about masturbating. She talking about it's about God. <laughs> Like, God created me so beautifully. No, bitch. That sh- I'm sorry. You're not a bitch. I just use bitch very loosely. But no, that shit wasn't like... I mean, okay, whatever you say, like, you're the one who sang it, but... Tell you what I did last night. I, I came, came home, home, said, all right, I'm going to the three. Oh, you know what song we forgot? I don't know if you would like this, but... So if your life... Eh, Hey, it's not that my favorite. One. No, that was a good one back when it first came out. I really like. James, it. you don't like that one either. What one? Live your life by Rihanna and Ti. I don't think I've heard that. You, you've heard this song. They live your life. Hey, hey. 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 that paper. This came out, was it out like two thousand four or something. Yes, it was on Urban Legend. Yes, you heard this. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, what about this other song? Ooh, say what, say what, say what. You know that I like it, baby. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That was a Ooh. good one. What happened, James? Before recording, Dana said PJ wanted some honorable mentions. And Dana said, we get three each. You all have listed more than your top five. Because it's hard. Like, once you get into it. So many good songs. Exactly. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I ain't gonna lie. Do you put feeling on yourself favorite collab? Feeling on myself is like, eh. Wait, what song is that? I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my... Change the game with that. P.S. That was a really good one. I have one. to send you this article about how Beyonce changed music. Because you know, because of the way self-title dropped, you know, music... Remember, music used to be released on Tuesdays. Because she dropped it on Friday, she, like, shifted the board, and so they released it on... James, Beyonce changed music. I'm just saying, Beyonce, she changed music. Wow. Your fave could never. Your fave could never. Wow. I'm just saying. (laughs) All right, y'all. So, ooh, we got to sing a goodbye song. What's a goodbye song? Uh, And it's never the right time to say goodbye. Oh. Look at your hands. (laughs) I thought you were going to sing Dream Girls. No. That's, let's see, we gotta sing a goodbye song every time. I like the one you said you were singing. Chris what's Brown. that? What's the breakdown of that song? I when he be like, I just can't do it. I I just can't do it. Listen to your heart, you know we should be apart, baby. I I just can't do it. But sometimes it makes me wanna ooh 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 ooh. Can you hear me crying? <laughs> Uh, uh. Okay, we out this bitch. Yeah, thanks for listening to our fucking shenanigans. (laughs) Foolery. Bye. (laughs)